Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from the Mail Fuzz TV channel network thing, whatever we do. I don't know, what, what do we do? What do we call this anymore? Streaming I, video! I don't know. We, we're, we're a conglomerate of sorts. Of... I, I, I think we should just become a, a service. Yeah, you know, like 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 your, your Netflix is a streaming service. We're just sure. a content service. Sure. Yes. Content service of of of, of losers. Yes. That, that's what we'll put in the business card. Uh, so we talk about DC Comics, and I'm Peter, and I'm joined as always with Matt. Yeah. So news news flash, real quick. I realize I have 22 boxes of comics. <laughs> we got we got pictures this week. We we got some evidence, yeah. photographic proof. Yeah, I have, I have a problem, and I think I need a physical's killing me quite literally because my back still hurts from yes. hunching over and reorganizing on Thursday. Also, I think I think the the sag that's left on the floor is actually devalued the house, which is quite bad right now because you're actually mm-hmm. trying to sell the house right now. So, yeah, but it's also weirdly, as I told Connor, it's also acting as a pillar that's keeping that section of the house up. So <laughs> I don't know what to do. So you can't take them with you then, is what you're saying. You have to leave them oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah right. You have to put some plaster oh, over it. Just, you know, so, no, you know what you have to do? You have to do that thing. Like, you know, you know uh, in, 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 the, in the movies and TV where someone's sleeping and, you know, you got to take it out and replace yeah. it with something else. That's, that's well, what you got to that... do. You got to find something else to slide in as you take it out. Yeah, it's that or there's just going to be a skylight in that section and that's fine. Um, put in Connor's anime collection then that, that can prop up and stuff. I don't really have much of an anime collection yeah I know but I'm trying to paint an image for those at home not, um, not, <laughs> not 22 short boxes and 3 long boxes full god no uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I could build a fort out of the if I wanted to you, should. you probably should you should you should no but you're right you, you never notice how much you've got until you get a move and then you're yeah. like shit yeah, I, so that's why I'm announcing now. I'm switching to mostly digital coming up. Yes, <laughs> I, I believe. I mean, no, I'm saying you've got the room to do this, but I believe you're not supposed to stack them more than four high, for for, for the weight will hurt the ones at the bottom. That's okay. That's mostly New Fifty Two down there at the bottom. So willing <laughs> <laughs> uh, to take the risk. Yeah. So no, I only I have them five high because if I if I don't have them five high, then that's seven boxes that. I, I don't know where else to put right now. That, that's, so that's true. maybe it cross hatched them. Maybe that's what the, maybe that's the system you have yeah. to employ. Well, once once we move, I gotta find that it's gonna be a factor in the moving somewhere is where the comics go. And I know my my wife's just given in because I told her I go once once we get moved, I'm gonna start going through my comics, getting rid of the ones I don't want. She goes, no, it's okay. I know the, the comics are like your thing. You can get rid of other things first. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well... That feels dangerous. I feel like Matt will start removing things that are actually important to the household before he gets rid of the comics. Doors, windows... Hey, Matt, where's the the toaster? Oh, I had to go. Comics, need need more comics. I need to put a short box on (laughs) that. Yep, on the counter. Uh. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, Connor's here as well, just for the record. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the record um, he will not be here next week though he's, he's missing next week his, his work schedule huh? is, is taking him from us for a week um, so me and Matt will be having an intimate short discussion next week for the five or so comics that are out yeah. uh, which is why I'll remind you now next week we want questions so go to, go to yes, at, please. at DC Comics Podcast and tweet us questions you can also ask questions in the comments and we'll try and get through a bunch of them next week when it's a shorter, shorter later week it's a later week for the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the books 
Uh, so what's coming up this week's show, though? We have a big list of books this week. We have Detective Comics 984, Superman Issue 2, The Flash 52, Catwoman number 2, Supergirl 21, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 50, Titans 24, Hawkman 3, Plastic Man 3, Suicide Squad 45, Sideways number 7. Alright, we're done. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the list. That's the list. You'll notice there was no Wonder Woman 52 in there. I, I was going to try and fit it in, and I did not quite manage it. Um, so, uh, so I might catch up next week. I was week. counting on you to do that so I can make it my cover, but there goes that. No, no I'll, I'll maybe catch up next week so I can read. The problem is is that both issues of Wonder Woman fall on the two weeks that are typically quite busy right now. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the downside. It's, but. it's fine now when you're like, eh, I can skip it. The real problem comes in a few months where... You've got the new run, and oh, yeah. it's still on these busy weeks. When it's a new well, run, but then... by that point, yeah. something might else fall off. You know, yeah. So but when it's a new run, I'll just I'll I'll make time for it. But I I left. I'm in a habit right now where I assume I can fit all, most of my books in, like in a certain amount of time. But weeks two and four have inflated so big that I actually can't do that anymore. So yeah, I I didn't manage to get all mine read this week just with my work schedule. I'm just like, yeah. nope, didn't happen. Yeah. So. I'm just going to be honest right now, I only skimmed Suicide Squad, and I mm. think I still understood it just fine, because <laughs> it's Suicide Squad. Um, so so what you're saying is, we're leaving Matt to do the recap of that one first, yes, yes, and yes, see yes. how much he got. Exactly. Oh, that's fine. That's what we'll do. Um, but you know, I, I joked about this a long time ago, that I might start, because I always sort of recount the plot at the start of each section, mm. I actually might start randomly saying, okay, now Matt, you can tell us what happened in this book. And then I'll yeah, say, no, no, no that's Connor, fine. you can tell us about this one. And I can just refuse. No, 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 no. You can't refuse. That's law. It's no law. Well, that's fine. I mean, I, I hope you're okay with Cliff's notes. Because that's, that's what I'm I'm shooting for. <laughs> Cliff's notes are fine. Cliff's notes yeah. are fine. Stuff anyway. happened in the end. So... <laughs> <laughs> all the enthusiasm so that's what's coming up on the show this week the big list of books luckily not much news there was one little tidbit that was worth mentioning um that is mr miracle 11 and 12 have both been pushed a little bit again uh surprising Dark absolutely no one is indeed yes mr miracle number 11 will now be released on september 12th or so they claim and issue uh 12 will be coming out on october 10th so that Unfortunately, that's two week twos if you're if you're paying attention to that. But that is yeah. uh, September week I, I two. I do believe two. eleven at least because I'm sure I saw uh, Mitch Gerard say this week that he'd like finished eleven. Oh, okay. So, you know. I mean, I'm willing to cut him slack considering he inks and colors his stuff too. So like, it's not like he can just you know pass it off when he's done assembly line style. Oh yeah, so, yeah, no, it's true. Uh, you can't yeah. just give it to someone else to finish off. No, because that's his. Like, I'm also I'm not throwing him under the bus anyway. I'm just I'm cracking jokes because they've, they've. I feel like they've pushed these last few issues like so mm-hmm. many times by a little like one week increments. And, like, no, now it's two weeks later. No, now it's three weeks later. No, you know, it's uh, it's added up, hasn't it? But here we yeah. are. So, uh, it'll be ending in October. Uh, should all go to plan. Yeah, Gerard's is such a character too because I listen to, I you know, it hasn't been as busy at work, so I've had time to get some more podcasts in and. I listened to a Geek History lesson about Mr. Miracle, and they had an interview with him, and came out about this time last year when issue one was getting ready to come out. Um, and that oh man, he's such a funny guy. You know, like it's so weird that the book can get so dark, but then yeah. you have him and King are, are really some just, you know, cracking jokes at one another's expense all the time. But yeah, uh, he said his his dream book is Streaky the Super Cat. And the oh, I can't can't remember the other character. I'm already sold. Teen Titans Go. I'm already sold. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I'm bringing it up. 
It, it's it's the hobo that lives in Beast Boy's room on Teen Titans. Um, that he wants to do a book featuring those two. So interesting. Yeah. No, I, I just a... checked. He finished. He finished penciling eleven. Ah, okay. On well, Sunday. He's, he's got about a month then to do everything else <laughs> for a show. As we know, Inker's just Trace, right? That's what Chasing Amy taught us. Yeah. Inkers are just tracers. Yeah. <laughs> Colors is a bit more work. Hey, if you're, yeah, it's a bit more work. If you're Greg Land and the whole thing's tracing. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, on that on that bombshell, uh, my joke went down like a lead balloon. So on that, we'll move, move swiftly on. I, I think I think the problem is it's not much of a joke when it's just a true statement. It's <laughs> just true. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept. I'll accept that. But anyway, uh, let's move on. Then let's actually just go into books. We'll just go straight into books this week because we do have like twelve of them, uh, and. Some of them might be meaty conversations. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, so we'll start with Detective Comics. Detective Comics 984. Uh, Brian Eberhill, uh, Phil Brion is on the art. Uh, so this is continuing. We left off with the, the, the school bus of kids were kidnapped by Karma. Mm-hmm. Sure, we're on 986. 986. Oh, did I forget? You really threw me then for a you second. You said four, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I just yeah. organized my okay. comics that you just my, put away for. Yeah, it took bad, me a second bad. to actually check. <laughs> I, I forgot to put the number up by the, the two because I, I always copy paste last month's list from the same week to, to mm-hmm. make it easy to update. And I forgot to update the numbers. Makes sense. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so bus full of kids were kidnapped. The reporter was killed, and I, I really like to start this issue because it's like everyone like, oh, you know, if Batman's going to save them, he should, you know, give us some some sign of hope. And he actually does. He like beams the bat symbol through like all the screens and Gotham's knockoff Times Square. Whatever. I don't know. Does that yeah. have a name? Do we have like an official name for I Gotham's Times Square? I don't think so. We should we should hit him up and like the DC or the Batman editorial yeah. at DC. Be like, hey, you guys keep giving all these fun names to everything else, like Morrison Bay and whatnot. They, they've like, definitely need... got a name for it. You know, because because yeah. we've seen this location before, so they must yeah. refer to it internally as something. Yeah, f- it f- definitely was in uh, Nolan's movies because that's that's the the Wayne building at the center, you know, like you have that shot and begins yeah. with the train rushing towards it and whatnot. So so yeah, not sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, so so, so Batman's coming and the whole everyone else can stay behind thing quickly goes away because Barbara sends in <laughs> and Cassandra and Black Light is not too pleased about it. Um, and Barbara's like, well, what, I'm just going to stay here and do nothing. Yeah, it doesn't sound like me. Uh, so Cass... So most... She's a bit of a brat here. Like, I, I get it. I, I think yeah. what's a little bit more annoying is she essentially does stay there and do nothing. Right. Yeah, she's on, she's on the comm. She's she's doing her oracle job here. Rather yeah, than... and then that gets yeah. cut out within about 30 seconds. Mm. Yeah. But no, it's just it's how insolent she is to to Black Lightning. There's like Babs. You're not a teenager. You're 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 studying library science. Yeah. Like <laughs> library science. Come on. Um, I I legitimately didn't know library science was a thing until it was brought up in Batgirl. I'm still yeah. not convinced it is. I don't think it is either. But if anyone's gonna study it, it is Babs. Like I'm sure uh, she created her own major. So. The, mm. there's, there's logic to this. Uh, so yeah. so but you know actually this so this is mostly an action issue. This is mostly the rescue of the kids. Mm-hmm. And Batman's like, Cassandra, you're here. I'm going to argue or complain. You save the kids. I'm going to have to karma. And, you know, I love that Cassandra, like, takes off her mask. Like, the kids are scared yeah. of crying, and she takes off her mask to let them know, hey, here to save. 
you or whatever she says you know in her broken yeah. up speak she, she says i am help i am help I that am was help. it um and it was kind of sweet it was like no nah, like screw the secret identity no one knows who she is anyway like just here like here's my face i'm going to protect you it's, yeah. it's okay i promise she um, really has become the star of detective comics like since tinian brought her in like it's a shame she's definitely leaving to go to the outsiders right and, and that's fine because then I'll, I'll be enjoying an Outsiders book. Yeah. Digitally, not physical. You guys need to keep <laughs> If you skip so. the opening segment, Matt, Matt is vowing to switch to mostly digital because he's got too many yes. boxes of comics. Um, so, yeah, I really liked uh, all the rescue stuff. I mean, I, I think the, the Babs acting a little bit uh, bratty is maybe the one complaint I have because everything else is pretty point on point yeah. in this issue. Well, and it, and it makes sense for the story because she's challenging, uh, she's challenging Black Lightning, because mm. she feels like this is Gotham. You're from Metropolis, like this is our thing. And to, so, be, to I be fair, I feel like Babs is probably the wrong character to be doing that with, though. Yeah, yeah that fair. was gonna be my point. But to be fair to at least the, the the arc as a whole, this this was the character who was warned to do this last issue. Yeah. Like Batman said, "Hey, Babs will challenge you because of this." Yeah. Now, while we may disagree with that as a as a concept, but at least it is consistent amongst its own. It is. Story. Yeah. I I could definitely have seen it being had had she not run off. Um, spoiler. Yeah. Being the one to do this and not so much Babs, but you know it's fine. I just it feels just out of character for Babs, but within the frame of the story, I think it works because it. She's proven wrong, you know, because. Black Lightning does kind of lead them the way they need to go. Yeah, because he, he contains the bomb, he shows up, and mm-hmm. uh, Cass gets all the kids out. And there's, just, there's a fun, like, you know, run from the bomb section at the end where she, like, comes back in the bike to get Black Lightning, and then Batman has to grapple out the back of the bike as, oh. the, as the building blows up. It's just a fun action like, scene. I'll, I'll catch up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was pretty fun. It's a fun action scene. And that's most of the issue, and then they get back, and Bruce is like, he's like, hey, Babs. When Black Lightning is given orders, he's given orders directly from me. He's 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 you know he's in charge. Um, Babs like, I'm just this Gotham. I'm used to it. I'm fine. Because because Black Lightning yeah, is like, she's, she's kind of like yeah, screw this and walks off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the, the line after that though was kind of, I was like, okay, right, she's not actually in that much of a huff. She's like, I'm used to this. It's fine. Whatever. I'll be back tomorrow. You know, it didn't feel like a, a big storming out. Like, oh, I'm done with this now. It was just kind of, no. you know. Well, okay, it's it's I'm, all. I'm, I'm if anyone huff. needs me, I'll be in my room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's kind of where we leave up, and it is, it's quite a heroic issue. Um, it does again, once again, I feel like every issue that we get of this 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 arc, I'm like, okay, I'm actually really into like Hell doing the Outsiders boot now, especially if Cass is going to be there. Like, you know, I, I'm enjoying the action, I'm enjoying what he's doing with these characters. Um, it's working for me, and of course, the big ending of the issue is uh, okay to fight Karma, who can see all my moves coming. I, I, I you know, I'm not there yet, but I, I know what I have to learn and who can teach me it. And we get the Katana reveal at the yeah. end of the page. Who, of course, has traditionally been a member of the Outsiders, so this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the only one we're missing is Geoforce, and the fact that Markovia is seeming to play a central role, mm-hmm. I feel like we'll get some Geoforce coming up. Yeah, wouldn't uh, surprise me. But by the end. That said, I'm kind of disappointed in Karma, because when this started, I was like, oh, this is a cool mystery villain. And then Hill just gave us the origin, mm-hmm. last issue. And they kept it up, and he's upset with Batman for taking his eyes because of the bats that he left him there. And you know, again, it's not so problematic that it fits the story. But oh, no, no, that's the thing. I don't more. think he is upset that he took his eyes, and I think he's upset that it's the whole oh, you know, Batman's gotten weak because he's got a family yeah. thing, right? Yeah, so, he's that's what he's I mean. winning, here... when it came to me as a young man, 
he was right. aggressive and he solved the problem and now he's just like oh wishy-washy do what, do what did, you want did he solve the problem though because now it's coming back to haunt him well i think karma sees it as yeah bruce well, set him back on the right path he he stopped him being a little delinquent shit so yes bruce i mean did his job he's kind of like the amanda character from the saw series she's the one who survives the trap and things oh jigsaw made me a better person because of what he did mm-hmm. It's a weird comparison to make, but it's the only thing it I can think a of. It's applicable. Yes. Yeah. Um, I only saw up to saw three, so I think I remember that. And of course, um, yeah, it was the first three saws. That, that, that was okay. that was the thing. Uh, not to spoil Saw 2, but the big twist in Saw 2 is that she was working for Jigsaw the whole time because she, she now believes in him. Uh, but anyway, uh, th- th- those movies are terrible. Don't, don't take this as a, any kind of endorsement of the Saw franchise. No. The I, Saw- I never saw past the first one because I thought it was yeah, awesome. I do like the first one, though. The first one by itself is... is- it's aged, yeah, Matt. It's aged. As it, I haven't seen it since it came out. The, the so. acting, see, try to watch it now, Matt. The acting yeah. and the filter that the camera's been shot through is like tedious shit. Oh boy, so tedious. So you're saying Brian Hill kind of has done this story better through the pages? Oh sure, oh sure, yes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I'd actually go that far though, because I don't think it's actually done well here. I know what they're going for. I don't think it works. Well, though. I'm again. I'm I'm holding out until we get to the end. Uh, of this because I, I see the pieces in play and I'm just going to see if he can stick the landing. If he can stick the landing, I feel like it's going to, but if it ends up becoming jumbled because of all of these weaker parts that, you know, me and Connor are, are criticizing here. Then, well, to be fair, then be... I, I, I was equally critiquing that last issue was, oh. was the origin of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was just, you didn't on this one and I continuity's sake. Well, no, because yeah. that, because it's not a problem in this issue. Is that that was last? I mean, it's still ongoing, obviously, but it's not something specific to this issue. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Right now, I don't have as many problems. But if he doesn't stick the landing with it, I'm gonna go back and go. Okay, well, this wasn't really fully formed. Yeah, but define what stick the landing means because at this point, I've already decided that I don't necessarily like where the villain comes from, so I don't really care what they do with the villain by the end. Now, I, I'm enjoying what's happening because of the villain. Now, I'm enjoying what the, all the regular characters are doing. Well, I just, I mean, stick the landing by he's introducing the outsiders bit by bit and showing how a different team might be needed for Batman. Sure, you know, one that works outside the lines. So yeah, but we're not worried as long about as that. We get there through. Well, I'm just saying, as long as we get there through karma, then I'll, I'll, it's fine. All the karma stuff isn't going to bother me as much as as if it comes out of here and karma's like this. And I think it's making that 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 flashback origin feel relevant and like it has some mm-hmm. importance and not as just for the sake of it. Sure, that wouldn't necessarily uh, be a big deal for me though if it doesn't, because ultimately, I mean, I like the sound of karma in the first issue and what his goal was, and I still kind of like how he's pushing Batman in a different way. And he's going after the, the sidekicks. Said, oh, they're making you weak. I still like that part of it. And I always did. Um, the the last issue, the, the flashback of how he came to be, just kind of like made him go from okay, interesting to okay, he's just another generic villain that we've got for the sake of this plot. But the actual plot, I mean, there's so many stories in comic books where mm-hmm. I don't really like the villain that much. I just like what comes about for the hero because of the villain. And he's kind of yeah, fallen into that category for me at this point. I, I think uh, I, I'm with Matt here on that. The villain should be better. You know, it, it, you're kind of giving it a pass, going, "Ah, it doesn't really matter. It's just a weak villain." Whereas, oh no, it should be better than that. There's no for, excuse for to, to just go, "Oh, it's a weak villain." For it to necessitate another team kind of coming out of this, like he had to bring in Black Lightning, right, to to teach the the younger members mm-hmm. on all this. Now he's bringing in yeah, Katana. I mean, the so, so it's Batman exploring. That. Yeah, well, it's Batman exploring this new way. 
because clearly the old way made things worse. And I, and again, as long as that keeps going, yeah, know, no, I mean, it's fine. Obviously, yeah, it should be better. In an ideal world, it would always be better, but <laughs> it's often not. And this is kind of, I, I, I feel like this problem though, with the villains kind of weak compared to everything else, is such a common thing in otherwise good stories that still overall are really good for everything else they do that I can't just throw the story under the bus immediately for having a weak villain. I mean, hell, if I threw things under the bus for having a weak villain, I wouldn't like any Marvel movies. Yeah, but I'm not saying the weak villains, I'm like, you yeah, know... Yeah, Connor's I'm not disagreeing saying... with that. He's got a smirk in his face. He knows I'm right. I'm just saying, yeah. I, I think, for me, there is a difference between, you know, those movies where the villain was never the focus. No, no, you know, it never even tries, whereas this has tried to make an attempt with a villain. This is trying to form an entire team based on the threat of this villain. Mm-hmm. So I think it has to justify that for me. It's one of these things, though, where I feel like in the future it'll be like that just forgotten origin where it doesn't really matter that much. Where it's like, oh, we're just happy they're together and they'll have great adventures on their own. And people will say, oh, how did they form again? And go, oh, yeah, there was some story about some dude. See, you say that, but I'm the person that tells you, oh, no, there's this guy named Karma and that man <laughs> had bats peck out his eyes and then he, you know, that's how this version came together. Because I can remember the last version of The Outsiders, you know, the post-Nightwing titans outsiders that came together and you had an uh, an oddly specific owl man in there and mm. then they got rid of him uh shoot right before they brought in the talons and whatnot for for the new 52 so mm. you know but yeah it's uh i'm still enjoying it i'm just saying oh, yeah. as, as part uh, of it... karma my biggest complaint is with karma being this villain that's just kind of like Okay, he's actually pretty simplistic. Oh yeah, Karma is easily the weakest part of this arc. Like that, there's, there's no question about it. No. Um, but everything else, I'm loving. Like yeah. Black Lightning is this character that I want to see more of, but I I never feel like there's a a series where he's at the forefront that I go and pick up. If I, for whatever reason, let me compare this to so, something else. Let me compare it to a pilot, a TV pilot, where typically mm-hmm. the plot in a TV pilot is usually pretty generic and sucky. It's just kind of there to set up the main elements of yeah. what, what the show's going to be. This is kind of falling into that category. Where the I Outsiders, yeah. I, I don't look back at Welcome to the Hellmouth and the Harvest from the hit television show Buffer the Vampire and I think, that was one of the best stories. That was that was such a good, good origin story. No, no, it was, it was fine. It was okay. It was serviceable. Yeah. I can't remember what happened in that one. <laughs> um, it's been forever though Buff, Buffy, no said, Buffy said to Willow seize the day and then Willow ended up trying to date a vampire things went very poorly Buffy had to save the day they were trying to do the harvest to bring the master out of Hayden from the hellmouth underneath Sunnydale it didn't very work though because Buffy showed up and killed Luke the vampire that was in that episode and she tricked him by convincing him that daylight was out but it wasn't really daylight it was another five hours so he just thought there was sunlight which distracted him and then she staked him the end Pete how many times have you seen that episode? dozen times maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so anyways um outsiders yes uh, what are we rating it yes yes detective college we should we should rate the book but no i, mean, I still like it a lot i, I still like it's a solid day i think the action was really good i like the art uh i, I like cassie's moments especially um katana was a fun reveal at the end and it makes me it leaves me very hopeful for this outsiders book that we're probably getting they're not told us yet but we're pretty sure yeah um so solid eight for me uh, I quite liked it. Matt? Yep, uh, I agree with what you said. The art of O, I like Briones, uh, but it's it, this one felt like it was a little bit lacking, uh, some of the art here. I agree. But... I think it's lacking a little bit just because I like Madoncha more. 
Yeah, me too. Over the first and that's, couple of it's years. hard to compare. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to compare, but it's still decent art. Um, um, I just cast looked kind of weird in some of them. When I was um, skimming through it that before we recorded, just to mm-hmm. refresh my memory, yeah. I liked it more than the first. Cause I, I think the first time I got whiplash from the previous artist, yeah. I was like, oh. But when I was looking at it, I guess, no, it's still, still pretty solid. Like, it's was not it not Brianna's last issue? Sorry? I think it's... I thought we had two Mendonca and two, and this is the second Is this Brianna's. the fourth one? Yeah. Oh, this was the third one. Okay, fine. But, well, okay, maybe that's my point then. My point is, is that it bothered me more than the last issue, but this issue, yeah. where we're, you know, it's still yeah. Brianna's again, so it didn't bother me yeah. much. But yeah, so, um, I didn't like it as much as Pete, so it's 7.5. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you literally started, yeah. I would say, you agree with everything, and <laughs> you ended with, no, I don't like it. Yeah. He's just doing this. Yeah. He's sick of us having the same score. He's, try- he's intentionally trying to sabotage it. He is. I'm not trying to sabotage. I'm just saying you seem to like it more than I did, so I can't give it the same. This is why. This is why I always go last, so that Matt can't cook the books. Yeah, but I, but I Jedi mind tricked you, and you went first this time. So, aye, ah. aye. Sucker. Connor, what are you rating it? No, I, I, I agree with most of what you're saying. I'm still hopeful about the answers book. A little bit more cautious, given that there's been a few times now characterization has felt a little weird. Babs in this one, Bruce in the flashback last time. Um. But I think overall, I'm just gonna give this a seven. I think it's solid. Right. Okay. Another progression. Uh, stairs. <laughs> what? We went down 0.5 each time. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I glanced at my phone for a second, and Matt just said something completely nonsensical, like stairs. <laughs> what? It's a non sequitur. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right, well, that'll take us on is Superman issue two. Brian Michael Bendis and Ivan Rees on this one. Um, obviously, Connor's not reading it because he's a filthy non Bendis reader. Oh, man. You missed one of the greatest cameos. You missed one of the greatest cameos of all yeah. time. So, so here's the thing. So, so Rogozar, we see Rogozar in the Phantom Zone now, right? Because we, obviously, we were speculating, did he have something to do with pulling Earth into the Phantom Zone? It turns out, no. He actually is surprised that, as we are, the Earth's just there now. And he's about to attack Superman. He's like, no, no, actually, I need an army. This is an opportunity. And he like backs away with a sick smile on his face. It's like a good little moment. But before that, when he first goes to the Phantom Zone, he's like, his narration's all, what is this place? Oh, this is where Krypton sends its, its criminals and its junk. It's and It's trash. It's trash, yeah. yes. And then he stumbles on to Nuclear Man from Superman 4, The Quest from Peace. Of Peace. Quest for Peace, rather. Quest for Peace. The yes. Quest from Peace is what the US is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so so we get yeah. Nuclear Man, a comic. And do you know what this reminded me of, actually, in terms of how he's treated? It's very much, uh, just, just for, for some deep Godzilla reference in here for, for everyone, uh, Godzilla Final Wars, which was the, the final Japanese Godzilla movie before they, they, they did Resurgence a couple of years ago. But back in 2004, they did Final Wars, which was, and it was full of all these cameos from all these different, you know, monsters from all the different franchises of, over, over the years. The American 1998 Godzilla from the Matthew Broderick movie showed up at one point. And Godzilla beat the shit out of him in about 10 yeah. seconds. That's what this uh, was. Rogel Czar just decimates Nuclear Man in like two it pages. It was great. It's beautiful. It, it made me a little bit sad at that treatment considering that was that was the one that Reeve directed, right? Well, he didn't direct it, no. Or he, or he I know it was near and dear to his heart he or helped, something. He helped he, develop the, the concept. But he, didn't, he didn't actually okay. write the script or direct it. But he, okay. Okay. he did help develop the concept, yeah. Gotcha. So... That one kind of that, that hurt my heart a little bit, but it is Nuclear Man and Superman 4, and it kind of deserves that treatment. So just seeing Czar go like that. It was um, so funny, Matt. So funny. Yes. I, I was so so I'm, I'm reading it at work, and it's early, and 
my boss is sitting there and I'm reading Superman and I went, Oh, holy shit. And she goes, what? And I showed her and she goes, Oh, Superman four. So it's like (laughs) instant, like even people that don't read comics, but, and so just for that moment, it was pretty great. Yeah. I, like honestly, like, it's. I mean, it revealed on Twitter that this was going to happen, that we were going to see him, but I'd oh. forgotten about it. And then, like, I turned the page and I was like, "Oh, okay, Nuclear Man." And I just started laugh. I started cackling. It was just such a, yeah. a nice moment. Uh, so obviously, the main bulk of this issue though is Superman being like, "Hey, we're in the Phantom Zone now. How'd that happen?" Yeah. So going to the different Justice League members for, you know, yeah, he's, he's got they're, the. They're at- so they're come to him for help, but he's also reaching the, out to them for help because this is something like it's not just a Superman thing. The Earth's in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Uh, so we get the the main link from Jean for all the different members, and they are like you know they're, they're seeing him like we're, we're seeing all their they're dealing with situations like you know Flash is in London, Plastic Man somewhere, mm-hmm. Batman's doing a thing. They're they're all over the place, you know, doing various things, and. The so basically they're all too busy and he's still trying to figure it out and he goes to the fortress. We see that he's like, you know, there's like some and things that happen right away. Like you know, he's he's saving the space shuttle because obviously when it all transports to the Phantom Zone, certain things like that start to like you know go go haywire. So he has to go save some things and stop some disasters. And they quite rightly ask, hey, how long can we like can the Earth survive if it's not rotating around the sun anymore? Like just simple little questions like that. What happens now that the Earth yeah. is taken from its its orbit? Uh, very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, so, but the big, the big thing that happens though is we get to the end of the issue, and I got very confused for, for as did I. Yes. So, so the Flash comes into the fortress that was, and he's like, "Hey, is that the the Phantom Zone projector?" And Superman's like, "Yeah, that's that's the one." And he's like, "Oh, that's not big enough for a planet." And so there's some banter between them as they're talking about the possibilities, mm-hmm. and Flash is like, "You know, was this Luther? Was it Brainiac?" Was it Joker? Like this, this feels like something Joker yeah. might do if he could get his hands in the tech. Yeah, and it and so it's Flash, but it doesn't sound like Barry. And this was like Bendis. What are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. Like you're all over the place. And then it, and it keeps going and then he collapses. Where does he? Yeah, he collapses. Does it say? Oh. He collapses and you know Flash, Superman catches him and he's like, uh, "I've got you." And he calls Batman and Cole and he's like, hey, something's happening. Like, we have to, like, you know, we have to do something here. And he pulls off his hood and he's got red hair. Yeah. And we're like, wait, is that Wally? And I'm like, I'm confused. Because on the previous page, he called him Barry. Like, he actually did call him Barry in the the previous page. And then once he's got him in his arms and he's flying him up to, like, try and get help, he says, "I, I know, Jean, I forgot. I think I forgot which flash I was for a second. Mm hmm. So something weird's going on because this appears to be Wally in the flash suit, but he thought yep. it was Barry at first. But he's wearing Barry's suit because we all know his suits. The last time we saw him was different. Yes. Yeah, the, the kid flash version, you know, that's all red and, and whatnot. So, yeah, so I got there and I was like, oh, it makes sense. Because even when I was reading, I was like, this feels like Flash from the Justice League cartoon. So, and that was Wally. And then I get to that page, I was like, Red hair. Which actually makes it very impressive that he nailed that voice yeah. so much that you're like, this doesn't sound like Barry, this sounds like this version of The Flash. Exactly. So, yeah. I thought that was pretty... I mean, it's a mystery, that's for sure. Like, is it just the Phantom Zone? Is there something more going on here? Is there some psychic kind of thing going on? And whatnot. 
I don't know, but I'm intrigued. And again, I'm upset that we have to wait. <laughs> this is becoming a, a Bendis thing, you know. Uh, I also want to talk about the beginning, which we we skipped over. Was oh, yeah. a bit of Rogelzar's history. There was a flashback it, scene to a, a war between uh, Tamaran and Thanagar. Yeah, and and you see, I was like, is that Starfire's dad? And sure enough, uh, upon a Google, it's uh, what's his name, King. Mariner, I want to say. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll leave that to you, Matt. You, you, you can get that. So, yeah, this is uh, 497 yeah. years ago. Oh, sorry, no, it's, yeah. not, it's many years ago. It's Planet 497. Many years ago on Planet 497, yeah. and it's uh, Uncharted. Yes. So, it's looking like a, like, a, like a conquest. Like, the two sides are just fighting over this planet. And so, you know, the King of Tamarin gives this, this rousing speech, and the... The Thanagarians will be sorry they ever stepped foot here, and they charge, and you see the Thanagarians coming in, and the king sees that Rogelzar is leading the Thanagar army, and he's like, oh no, we're, we're leaving. This, no, we're thinking of this planet, which I think is super interesting in that here's the shadow character that is seeming now to, to he has a different impact now across the cosmic section of dc yeah. like if he's getting involved in wars between tamarin and, and thanagar it's, it's worth mentioning they, they know who he is because he says yeah they brought rogal czar he's mm-hmm. like retreat like he, he he makes a call based on that he knows who yeah. he is he has a he has cred he has reputation amongst these people so that's yeah. interesting it's very interesting so we'll see where that goes and if he has any more cause because we know there's stuff going on with the green lanterns with him you know um which is actually of, worth, worth mentioning. Uh, no one uh, knows where any of the Green Lanterns are. Yeah. So they may have just right all been now. off Earth when they get taken. I mean, that may just right. be as simple as that, but they can't right. find any Green Lanterns. We also know that when he was being organized, like, the, um, or when, when from, from the Man of Steel series, when Rogelzar was operating, there was that, you know, quintessence of, of aliens. Uh, and Rand was involved, I want to say, at one point. Yeah, there was a Guardian. And, there was, yeah. There was a Guardian, Guardian, yeah. So how this impacts the, the cosmic section, and, and more on that when we get to Supergirl, because Supergirl yes. plunges way more into this, which is really cool. I like that there's this synergy between the books right now. Mm. But but yeah, but no, and uh, Ivan Reese, the art, he's great at Superman. Like, he gives it a Saturday morning cartoon kind of feel. So, and I like that. In my Superman books. Yeah, uh, no, it's just great. Um, I've got a cat in my lap here, to cause, yep. causing chaos. Uh, so no, it's um, that's another great issue. I thought I'm super mm-hmm. into this run at this point. And like you say, like there's a moment where we thought, oh, he's getting Barry's voice wrong. This is weird. Oh no, oh. wait, it's not actually Barry. Well, well played, Ben. <laughs> it's well played. Yep. Um, exactly, and then, then it's still very confusing. I don't really know what it means, but he's like, I, you know, I forgot which oh. flash I was there for a second. Cat, get your tail right. out my face. Um, <laughs> well, it wasn't. It wasn't like you're like, oh, Bendis whiffed. It's like, oh no, he whiffed on purpose. Yes, yes, it was intentional. So, so yeah, pretty great. Pretty great. So we'll rate the book. Rate the book at ten then, Matt. What are you giving it? Oh, so this is a solid eight. The art was great. Uh, the story. We got to see Nuclear Man, and then Tamarin. And I mean, come on. I'll one up you. I'll go eight point five. Yeah, okay. all right. Blast. I had a blast. Yeah, like I said, the art was good. Uh, Nuclear Man was a, a great little cameo, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm intrigued by what it's doing with the 
the just the, just the, the the fact that this is having such an impact and everything it's not just superman like the entire justice mm-hmm. league are kind of aware of the situation and there's there's more going on uh so no good stuff uh so that will take us on to the flash number 52 joshua williamson writing and christian deuce on the art so that this was uh barry dealing with commander cole now being in central city and how he put up with him while there's a plot going on with the trickster and the para angels uh, you, you yeah. overlooked the most important thing we open on a panel of the multiverse map and i'm like oh hang on a second yeah he's on the orrery okay, sure, yes. he goes and speaks to all the flashes from all the other other earths about these other forces and they give him the advice of going to on a on a forced quest yeah not just they the turtle from captain carrot's earth fastback from the zoo crew is like oh i went on a force quest and you know you need to do that and it'll open up your eyes uh but just seeing all these different flashes and, and the one uh lady flash in, in purple it's weird that she's there because she's the tangent universe flash and her powers aren't tied to speed her powers are tied to light so i mean i get why she's there but to give her such a spotlight and whatnot, I feel that that's this. What what's going to be going forward is it's going to be these forces that tie flashes across the multiverse together, not just the speed force. So whether it be the strength force or the sage force or whatever else that he finds out across this story, I feel this is where it's going. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 I have no doubt that people who are like even more continuity nuts than Matt have already dissected that two page layout and tried yep. to name as many of those characters and where they came from as they possibly can because i'm sure most of them have origins i'm sure most of them come from something and are not just randomly mm-hmm. created characters for the purpose of this this page yeah but uh, no because you have a you have a bizarre flash in there you have the mm-hmm. flash from uh, kingdom come that's just kind of a, a vibrating blur there's like a robot flash um it's it's uh like the red tornado flash right yeah red tornado flash there's a little like imp flash yeah that'll there. be the one from um oh what's it called the we got it in in uh multiversity we got an issue on on that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh you have the justice riders version of the flash who's like a gunslinger but the one that really stuck out to me is you have jay garrick from from the earth 2 series in uh mm-hmm. from new 52 yeah in the background so Again, I don't know how much of this, but the, what stuck out to me is that he has a, an exchange with with the Flash whose powers aren't speed-driven. So I'm probably just sinking into something I shouldn't be because that's what I do. But, you know. Uh, but yeah, so multiverse, that's cool. I like when Williamson reminds us this takes place in a larger universe. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, l- but then... l- larger multiverse. Even, even multiverse. Yeah. It's, it's nice that okay, so we we're focusing in on Barry in the sense that we've lost we've lost Wally and Wallace. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of just getting insular, it's like no, 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 we're going multiversal. Yeah, and things yeah. feel very different as well because now he's he's moved in with Iris, and we have like a scene with them sitting on the couch and openly talking about like his flash antics which is a complete shift from like i mean obviously it's been like 10 issues or something like that since she found out because you know we had that arc go yeah. straight into the the garage stuff went straight into flash war but the, the whole thing like for like 35 40 issues it was no she didn't know about him being the flash and we were doing the whole secret identity thing for a while and 
it just is such a change to have this. And there's that, that, that fun little gag at the end of the page where uh, he speeds off and then speeds back to give her a kiss because she looks really annoyed yeah. at him at first. And then she, he comes back. And there's a little joke like, oh, you're always ahead of me. One day you'll catch up, Barry. Uh, it's, it's, it's sweet. Yeah. It's, 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 the, the Barry-Irish relationship actually feels like it's there now because mm-hmm. as much as, you know, it was better at the start of Rebirth than to what it was before, I think we all just kind of miss them just being a couple and just, you know, being there. And they're not quite married yet. Although I did I did get a nice little uh, smell from the her remembering the win, but not telling him that she remembers that specifically, you know. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's, no, it's, it's sweet if you, if you like their relationship. And I do. Um, so the main plot, though, is that, is that the trickster is actually being taken up from, from, from some agents to actually, uh, you know, tell on wolf and has shady. yeah he's gonna testify yeah on what's going, what's been going on in iron heights shady practices so, that's all i'm saying yeah. shady uh but the power angels come to get him and flash like sees this going on he intervenes runs up the building typical flash action as you do uh has a bit of a fight commander cole shows up and kind of gets in the way freezes the power demons almost kills one and barry ends up having a bit of a pissing contest like oh, this is my city we do things my way you don't do this blah 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 and trickster runs away and gets sucked into the ground <laughs> um the ground yeah. just opens up and eats him and i was like is this like a tar pit thing like what's, what's going on right uh, now <laughs> my brain went straight there too yeah mm-hmm. and uh, he's messing his hand which is i forgot about that it fell off earlier yeah, in this yeah. so that's great um <laughs> but yeah um trickster looks like he got got and i was like oh man are we? Is James Jesse coming back? Yeah, and like until the end, and then you know Cole's like mm-hmm. tracked the like, energy that they're trying to track down the other forces. Like, okay, so this is where Trickster went away, and there's also getting there's also energy here that corresponds with the strength force, and then Trickster comes out the ground, and Joey you know reminded me of he reminded me of the final Joker fight from Arkham Asylum. That's what I got too. Yeah, yeah that's what he looks okay. like. That big, muscly, bulky version. When he's when he's venomized. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically, I mean, and this, this is better, arguably, because the Joker thing in Arkham Asylum just felt kind of, oh, we just need a boss fight, and we want it to be the Joker, so we have to make him stronger, for whatever reason. Whereas this is like, no, no, we're doing a thing with the strength force, so this is actually tied, tied into the plot. And, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, I learned a new trick, Flash. So we, we got a big Hulk trickster to deal with next issue, uh, which should be delightful. Which, which I like, because it's trickster. It's what else, I mean... You wouldn't expect that out of him to, yeah. to be the yeah. the, the Strong strength one. force. And he's got a, he's um, got like a rock arm instead of his fake arm now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. touch. It's a nice touch. Uh, uh, there was also a, a bit with Iris saying like all these memories are coming back, mm-hmm. uh, but they kind of come and go. But some of them really like stay with her, and you get a flash of that the wedding, she remembers yeah. their wedding and stuff. And I just love the way that the art was handled with that. Because the way that it made it seem like dreamy and misty and whatnot. The, yeah. the, the purple haze on it. Yeah. I just, I got to that page. I was like, oh man, that's that's a real cool effect. Yeah, and it's a reasonable it's expression work there. I, I like the kind of the smirk in her face. And she's been kind of cheeky and yeah. not telling. I'm like, no, no, nothing specific. But she's actually remembering <laughs> the wedding. And it's this really neat way that it feels like they're back to being themselves, like I said. Yeah. Uh, without going through the all the plot beats of actually doing the wedding and all that again. Which we might do yeah. at some point. I can see us having that yeah. later in the run, but um, um and then you I get can see it being uh, quite easy though. Like once they both remember and yeah. be like, Well, we might as well just do it. Yeah, yeah, just we've already been married. Yeah. Yeah, why not? 
Uh, the stuff with Kristen, too. Because not that I forgot she was a character, but I forgot because there's so much has happened since yeah, Barry got moved to Iron Heights. But she looked like she was heading up that investigation into Wolf because she she lets it slip to Barry. You know, it's such a big case we were building, and now it's lost. And he goes, wait, what? And she goes, oh, never mind. So I like that he's Williamson's seeding all this little stuff and, like, has this shaping up to be a really good run? Like he's fifty two issues yeah. in, he's written all all of them, right? Like yeah. he hasn't not yeah. Did so... this have a rebirth issue as well or it did? Yeah. Not one? So fifty three yeah. issues then including that. Fifty three well, issues. Two annuals. Two annuals. Yeah. Or one oh. annual. Has there been one or two? It was just one. Mm-hmm. Not at least one. I don't know if there's been It was a prelude to the flashboard. I think that was the only one we've had so far. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so fifty four. So fifty four issues. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he... But... I think he said at cons that you're going to have to kill him to get off the book. <laughs> so that's fine by me. Yeah, someone might try. Someone may try, but it's not. It's, it's actually it feels because I think obviously it got really good with the garage stuff, and then Flash War was really good, and it felt like he was finally getting to do what he'd clearly been wanting to do since the start, and it was using elements that he'd been setting up in that first like thirty forty issues, and making them feel more relevant and more important. And I think, you know, there was almost a slight worry that after Flash War was done and we went back to just being Barry as the main character that, oh, will it go back to still being good but not as, as great as it, as it became? But it does feel more confident. It feels like there's, it does, like a, yeah. there's just, like, he settled into what he wanted the book to be and where he wanted to be and where he wanted Barry and Iris to be and, and what they're dealing with. So now we're dealing with a strength force and uh, unique new ideas that, you know, feel unique to the run. Um, so... So yeah. so yeah, I guess we're, yeah. we're pretty much all praise. I want to mention the art briefly as well because I think Deuce does a good job here. I think there's some nice facial expressions. Um, yeah. And I think the reason why I want to point it out is because I remember he filled in for an issue or two back in the first arc and I remember feeling like it was a step down at the time and I didn't like how he was drawing heads. I didn't have that problem this time. So I think he's no. actually got gotten better. I, I, I have a couple yeah. of critiques. I think the uh, the earpieces uh, for the Flash are like way too long. <laughs> so that's fair. They they seem to go on forever, and also I do think it's overshadowed at times. Like um, there's just like uh when um Barry and Iris are sitting having that conversation, uh, I think it's like the the panel after she has the the wedding flash, mm-hmm. um, like Barry's face, the shadow just looks like it's way too heavy. There's uh, a, there's a few fair. times in the issue that I felt that. That's fair. Um, like I say, I, I think it was much better than I was expecting given his previous issues. Um, and I thought it was some good expressive work, and mm-hmm. I really like the 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 panel of uh, tricks that have been pulled into the ground. I thought it looked really great. I thought the orange mixing with his purples yeah. was a really nice contrast, and it it looked good. And I'm being yeah. dragged in, but he's only got one mm-hmm. arm to try and because he's, he's doing that classic thing where the arms are out trying to like hold up, hold himself up. But he's only got right. one arm, so it, yeah. <laughs> it looks really futile. And there's not really anything to grab onto. Yeah. No. Um. So that's fun. But I, I think mm-hmm. the line works uh, generally pretty good in this issue. So. Yeah. Uh, no, so we'll write the book then. Um, Flash issue fifty-two. What, what are you giving it, Matt? Oh, eight point five. Connor. Yeah, solid eight. Eight point five. Yeah, Hey, this is the first one. This is the third book, Matt, and this is yeah, the first one we've. we've you're you're the commander cold to my berry. <laughs> Screw you! I'm not commander cold. You're commander cold. Fine, I'll be the commander cold. No matter. You're getting my way. <laughs> I'm getting your way. Like, 
Uh, All right, we shall move on then to Catwoman number two. Joelle Jones, both writing and doing the art. So this continues where we left off last time. She's found this 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 you know room full of Catwomen uh, who are pretending to be her. And we know this goes back to the wife of the governor, who we were introduced to last issue, the one whose nose mm-hmm. comes off and generally looks much worse than she does on on public appearances. Looks like the crypt keeper when she uh, a little bit isn't public, yeah. Well, but I was half expecting a uh, death and murder puns uh, from her at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. She was so cryptkeeper looking. Um, I'll, I'll admit I did have to go back and like check the last issue just to remind myself who some of the other characters were. Uh, the cops specifically. When we got mm-hmm. to the cops, I was like, okay, I remember our introducing characters, but I don't remember who they were or what their deal was at all. So I had to mm-hmm. go back and check uh, who the cops were, um, and just kind of. So one of them, one of them knew the the, the cop who had been gunned down by the fake Catwoman, like. One of them like knew him, and he's he's the good cop who wants to know about this. And then the other, the other guy with the goatee, he's the corrupt cop. So there we go. Just just as your as your background for for context <laughs> for this issue. So there was a lot more stuff in this issue. I thought of Catwoman getting over the wedding. There was a lot more stuff where she can't sleep, and she's like she's pawning in a ring, but she can't pawn in that one. That one's you know not for sale. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot more little details like that that really painted her as like still trying to get over the fact that she's she. She didn't go through with the wedding, uh, which is good because it makes you feel connected to the overall the overall thing. Um, so, how do we feel about this issue, though, uh, Connor? I think uh, it has a nice flow to the first half, especially because it's basically the first half, give or take, is a an action sequence. Yeah, with all the Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah, I think that has a nice flow to it. I think um, I, I know we actually had some critiques of the art last time with the the line work being too heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like that's been sorted out now. Um, Yep. It feels like a lot smoother and sleeker. More, more what I expect. Adam um, Jones. Yeah, and some nice layout work as well with the panels and just uh, you know, re- really having a some nice momentum in it. Yeah, there's a lot of red backgrounds there to sort of like accent the hits and things. Yeah, there's a really nice one which is just her face at the top with a, a red background and then all these panels below it of the fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like that one quite a lot. Yeah, she seems to be setting up this uh, guy and, her, and uh, the, the the old woman who owns the place she's staying at as kind of like regular supporting cast as well, um, mm-hmm. and they're they're going with that. Um, yeah, I no, I mean I enjoyed it well enough. Um, I think uh, the ending leaves me a little bit strange. Like I'm not really sure what the the it's like a cliffhanger because at one point they say, "Oh, I hope she shows at this thing," and at the end mm-hmm. it's like you know it's the it's the, the cops there with uh, the corrupt cop that is, um, and the other guy who who's who's you know the I think the son the of, governor's the, the governor's, yep, the governor's son the governor's son yeah. yes the son of both that makes sense I don't know why I was just saying yes. specifically her son mm-hmm. I mean it could, it could be but no his, his name's Creel I, I think it was supposed to be a bit because it's oh will she show up and it was yeah. supposed to be like oh you know more like the previous night with all the cattle yeah. and you know they were going to jump her sort of thing. Yeah, and then it's just this this party function. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. It it, just, it leaves me on a, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. feel that way as well. As, as, as opposed to being excited about it, I'm just kind of okay. Yeah, I don't know where this book's going, and it and, and that's okay, I guess, because I'll, I'll as long as Jones's art looks like this and not like the first issue, because I was ready just to drop it. I was like, oh, I gotta read Catwoman. I didn't really enjoy the first issue that much, but uh, the stuff here. I like the supporting cast stuff. And then the stuff with the governor, I have zero idea what's going on, what the governor's wife's, like, in game is. But the fact that she's trying to set up her son with Selena Kyle, 
you yeah, know, like, like you have to meet, like, like what's her motivation? What does she want to achieve? What you know? What what is her? What's her thing? What what is she? What does she do? <laughs> like, mm. I get that she's evil. I get that she like you know get, gets her henchmen to like break the hand of the catwoman who fired who fired the gun in the cop, but. Like, yeah. Okay, so I get that she's bad, but like I don't know what she's actually doing yet. Which isn't this? Well, like she's thing, controlling but... them with drugs and stuff too. Like not not yeah. like illicit drugs, but like pain stuff. Because the when they break the one cat woman's hand, the imposter, they they have a syringe that says this will make it all better, you know, and it's a doctor administering it. So I don't know why all these cat women are or cat women are being dressed up. Like they said, like it's part of like an art thing, which I think is just the cover. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll yeah. see. I'm also not a big fan of this costume that she's in, and I know why they had to do it this way to make her distinct from all the other ones. But I just I don't think it's well designed at all. Okay, I've got no problem with the costume. Nah, I just it's so weird. <laughs> so what's what do you think is weird about it? There's no armpits. Like that's a, that's a weird design. Like. Uh, I just, I don't know. I wasn't never a fan of the Returns costume. You know, like, I, I much like what she's been wearing with the goggles and the cat burglar version. So. I'm, I'm liking the lack of goggles a bit. I think, you know, seeing the eyes helps. Yeah, I mean, I just, the costume's not working for me. So, and, and I did get mixed up in the fight scenes a couple times just because I'm so used to her in the goggles. That I kept forgetting she's the one with You were following the wrong one, yeah. Yeah, which I, I don't know if that was Joan's intent, but, you know. No, I, th- I think that's more just you're, you're attuned to yeah. look for the goggle one, and you're right. thinking that's your Catwoman, and then, oh, hang on, wrong one. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably hang in until the end of this arc, just because I want to know what's going on with the governor. But I'm not, it's not a book that excites me. Like I thought it yeah, was going to be. I, mean, I, have I to do admit, like Jones enough. Yeah, I like Jones a lot, and I have to admit, it's not like as exciting to me, like in the pale as I thought it was going to be. Like it's a little yeah. underwhelming, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, it's like it's it's, it's fine. It's, it's it's a pretty decent read, but it's definitely not one that I was rushing to before a lot of the other books this week. So yeah, that's kind of where it's sitting for me right now. Um, yeah. Also, I love the idea of like Catwoman making a statement and like letting her armpits like you know let the hair grow out. Because she's got these windows and just have like tufts of hair. I don't, I mean, don't, I don't think the the windows are that high up. I think it's a bit lower down. It's more like top of the ribs, right? It's more just so you can stretch your arm up and down without the material restricting. I mean, I, 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 I mean that's why I, that's I why I hate sleeves, so I understand it. But yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't dislike the costume. But it's definitely, I definitely prefer the goggles look and some of the looks that I do that this one. Well, that, I like I like the purple costume yeah. a lot, like, like from, from the nineties. Yeah. That one, that yeah. one's pretty solid. That's so, my favorite. Um, yeah. So actually, I think my least favorite part of this one is actually the gloves. I I hate the 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 gloves that only stop right at the wrists. They, they feel too short. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't argue with that. I always like the interpretation of her. She's a cat burglar, and that's like she loves cats and whatnot. And that's why she's a cat one. But the cat burglar is what informs her. You know, so I mean, so when you just dress her in leather, like a dominatrix outfit, I just, I don't know. I think my problem with the gloves as well, actually, is that it makes the sleeves feel really noticeable. And if there's one thing that feels weird to me in a superhero outfit is the idea of sleeves that are actually dangling and like actually, yeah, like it feels too casual, I guess is what I'm saying. 
Yeah. I mean, the sleeves are still pretty tight, though, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't uh, think they are dangling that much. Well, they're not dangling, but they still they feel at the end of a, a shirt as opposed to the They've end got a bit of, of a cuff on them, yeah. A yeah. form-fitting. Yeah. Whereas I, I typically think of, like, superheroes and villains having, like, you know, like... more red. Suit. Yeah, re- more regimented, like tight fits because they're, they're they're uniforms as opposed to. And again, yeah. the Catwoman's not really a uniform because she's Catwoman. And she's not like a serious hero in that, the same sense that the other characters yeah. are. But um, you know, that, that's kind of why I like. I don't I don't hate the Batgirl outfit from the Burnside stuff, but like I still prefer it when it looks more of an outfit and less like a jacket, just because you know. Yeah. 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 This is a preference. Yeah. I don't really have any great, you know, mm-hmm. statement to yeah. make on the subject. Uh, but we should read the book then. Catwoman issue two. What we what we given it, uh, Connor? A uh, slight step up from the last issue, so I give it a seven. Matt, I too gave it a seven. I shall also give it a seven. I don't remember what I gave the last issue though. Jackpot. <laughs> Moving on then to Supergirl issue twenty one, the return of Supergirl's solo series, and obviously Connor was maybe going to read this, but he didn't have time because it was it made sense not to if he was going to cut something to cut this one because it's he's not reading Ben's yeah, yeah it's, it's not that i'm not uh, like I'm, I'm opposed to the book i'm sure it, it could be very good i'm sure you guys will tell me in a minute but mm-hmm. it was more just okay this is tied into all the bendis run if it's gonna probably cross over quite heavily at some point and i'm gonna be forced to read that stuff so if there's something that i'm not gonna get time to read this this was the first thing to go i'm sure matt will tell you real good if it was good or not um <laughs> um so actually before we just see what we thought about this i actually i was in a really weird place like i was happy supergirl was coming back because I, I like supergirl enough that i wanted to have a book um but i was in oddly i was kind of like is this like a weird thing where like they're doing it out of like necessity rather than because it's like a good idea for to have like a solo book and i was in like a weird place anticipation wise for it and that was completely okay. unfounded because the book was fantastic. I loved it. Ah. I I do wish she had gotten the number one instead of it just being twenty one. That's fair. Like I wish it was just because it really is an issue one, and it does play back to some of the stuff that we saw in the last series. It references but it. Yeah. Has nothing. But out, outside of her Earth family, it doesn't, or her DEO agent family, mm-hmm. it doesn't really have much to do with that run. So I feel like. They could have been justified in making this a whole new number one. You know, I love yeah, that Connor. Connor I, I love that Connor said, "Oh, I'm sure you'll tell me in a minute if it was good or not." And then, as soon as we started talking, he muted his mic and left the room. And left, yeah. The dick. But, um, but I assume you liked this as well, Matt. Yes, I, I like this a whole lot. This, yeah, this was good. I like fired up Supergirl. This feels like pre or, or yeah, pre Flashpoint Supergirl. To where she had lived on Earth for a while. She had, mm. you know, she knew different heroes enough that she had relationships with them. And she just wasn't this newly come-to-Earth girl. Um, like, she kind of felt in the last run, the Orlando issues. Yeah. Which were fine. I like those, too. But this just felt like a return to form and the version of Supergirl that I really like. Yeah, no, she feels like Supergirl and... She's, I think what I like about this the most is that it has a sense of direction. Like, it feels like it's... No, no. She cares so much about what Rogue Alzar did, and she's convinced that if he did kill Krypton, which she's not convinced, she's going to try and find that out. Right. But if he did, then there's no way that no one knew about this, right? So, someone... That, there has to be some sort of conspiracy. There's no way this happens with one man on his own. So, that's what she's going to look into. She's going to go into space. And this issue is mostly just her saying her goodbyes and leaving. And Clark's trying to talk her out of it, and she's like, no, Clark... 
Krypton to you, you may be from be from there, but it's you know it's an idea to you. Like you don't remember it's it. Theoretical. Yeah. I love how I love how she said it's, it's theoretical to you, but I actually live there. Yeah, she actually has yeah. memories of it. She remembers her parents. She remembers what the city looked like. She remembered all these things, and they're leaving a bit of a cold place until the end, of course, when when Clark kind of realizes that you know he, he can't stop her, and he, he sends her crypto to keep her company and protect her. Yeah. Uh, with a little noise. I swear if anything bad happens to crypto, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> so, <sighs> so, so, Supergirl being excited that Crypt- Crypto's there and like hugging him and stuff. I, I thought the, uh, the art from Kevin Maguire, I didn't even mention who wrote this. This was uh, Mark and Draco yeah. writing and Kevin Maguire on the art. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Maguire's art I thought was uh, pretty solid, uh, very expressive in places. I thought it really That's captured her her like going through anger to sadness like she's like determined not to cry at various points because she, she calls her earth parents her adoptive parents and tells them that she's going away for a while not to worry but she just leaves a message and she's like no i can't cry if i cry i'll never stop but she ends up finally having a tear at the end when crypto's there and crypto's like looking upset about it and she's like no no it's happy tears crypto it's fine it's fine um and she's leaving uh so that so all the emotional stuff with Kara I thought was really good. I, I was really into her saying her goodbyes to Clark. And of course the, the mystery side of it is she goes to Hal, she goes to Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. She goes and gets uh Rogalzar's staff that they've hid under the fortress. This this appears to be set before Superman issue one. And yep. uh she takes the staff to Hal and she's like, Hey, can you scan this uh from, from the Green Lantern archives and see if anything comes up? He's like, Well, I've already s- scanned the symbol, the circular symbol. And she's like, Well yeah, but mm-hmm. can you do it again but scan the actual staff this time and see if anything comes up? And he's like, Yeah, sure, but I don't think anything's gonna come up and then, as he's speaking, it, the the ring says, Oh, information on this is redacted and he's like, Huh. Well that's not he goes, that, it shouldn't do that to me. Yeah. That's like, never happened before. Yeah. So I, I like that. Um, my, my one problem with the art here is this this felt more like Kyle in the looks. Yeah. Than, I can see that. Than Hal, but he sounded like Hal, so it was this weird like I'm hearing Hal, but I'm I'm seeing Kyle with yeah. brown hair. Um, but I mean that's a minor thing. It's still, but I, I again that's what I was referring to in the beginning where she's familiar with the lanterns, you know, like so she knows enough to be like, hey. I can go to the Green Lanterns to, to ask over this, you know, this weird alien staff. Yeah, because that, that's uh, actually her first protocol. She's going to see the Green Lantern Corps mm-hmm. um, to yep. investigate this redacted information. Um, oh. But obviously when he looks this up, we cut to this alien in space who gets flagged. Mm-hmm. Like it comes, It's almost like uh, in like a spy movie when someone looks up someone's information and it gets flagged in like the CIA it, and it comes up and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, someone's looking at this. This is dangerous. This is bad. And the alien like runs off to like tell his his boss whoever it is. So when we don't get to see, it's mysterious. We right. hear that oh, if she gets too close, it's what's one more dead Kryptonian. But it's you know all ominous and like villainous, and it's like okay, there's a conspiracy here. Something's going on, uh, and Kara's mm-hmm. coming digging. Uh, so no, I I was actually like really surprised with how much I liked this. Like this was I read this right after Superman, and I was like oh damn, like I really mm-hmm. liked this. Yep. Definitely, and I can't wait till she gets a new costume. Like, well, she, well, she gets what a new costume in this one. Uh, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. I can't wait to see that and see what, how, and why. Oh, your mic's going, Matt. Like, your mic's going, Matt. Oh. <laughs> danger, danger. Make his, make his. So yeah, she puts on because um, she's got her, her the suit she's had for most of the issue, mm-hmm. and then she goes, oh, "Well, I'm going to be away from the sun, so this solar battery suit or whatever she calls it, it'll help." 
and the yellow and the emblem glows because it's like it's it's actually soaking in some solar power for for later. Yeah. Um, so I'm talking about the, the costume that they redesigned that's on the cover, like that costume. Yeah, I'm not like, as excited about that one. I, I don't like that one as much, but yeah, that's what's fun. I just want to see. I just want to see the reason behind it. Oh sure. Because here, yeah. this makes sense. She's going into deep space, and I like that. I like that they when they give Kryptonians limitations. Like, I'd... of course she can't fly. Yeah. She doesn't have a ring. She can't fly to Mogo. I do still so. prefer the red skirt, but this one with the blue skirt's fine, and I do like the emblem lighting up. That's kind of cool. Uh, so, so that, this is the, the first new suit we've got. Obviously, we know we'll get another one yeah. when she goes out of space at some point. Uh, but no, I'm intrigued by the conspiracy. I like. It feels like it's got this this plot that's thought out that we're really building towards, rather than just like wasting time for for something to happen. Yep. And I really like that. So, um, no, she's she's off into space to try and investigate this redacted information. So, that's that's where we leave off. So, no, pleasantly surprised. Ple- not that I was expecting a bad issue, but like. I was not expecting to be as into it as I was. Yeah, me neither. Like, and then the Maguire art on top of it just adds like the the frosting or the icing. Yeah, it's already so good because, like you said, the expressions and just you know even Crypto and his tail wags. Like yeah. I just I love. And the Maguire. coloring was very sort of vibrant but kind of light at the same time. It had almost like a. It's not a million miles away from what I'd, I think an Adam Hughes sort of art would yeah. look like yeah Maguire they're, they're in that kind of where it's very much based off of like the um, the style guide from the 70s from like mm. the Silver Age because I don't know if you read any of the Justice League International stuff from Geffen and Maguire no uh, or I can't believe it's not the Justice League um, but yeah it's it has the same look to it so to me this gave it this classic feel yeah how I mean, uh, criticisms aside, that he looked a bit more like Kyle. His suit felt very Silver Age, and the, how simple yep. and bold it was. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, I really enjoyed this issue. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, without question, we'll be back for issue twenty-two next month. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Supergirl comes recommend. If you're reading Bendis's run on Superman in action, this feels yeah. like almost required reading to go along with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there you go. Um, so just just a follow up to that is as would you recommend it to someone who's not reading those? Well, like how connected it, is it? If you if you you have to know who Rogelzar is and why Kara's so upset. Once you get past that, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it's not because she's going to deep space. I don't see it crossing over with Superman in the near future. Like mm-hmm. maybe down the line, you know, a year, a couple years from now or whatever, or storylines. I, I give it an arc. No, no. There's no way. All right, I'll give I'll give it two. I'll give it a year. Oh, well, then that's fine. I mean, Superman is going to be moving it at the same rate at this point because action's so different than Superman. Yeah. And then Supergirl, they're, they're all monthly, so you know. But yeah, I, I would even say as long as they know about Rogel's R, I would say they should read this because it's the characterization of Car is top notch. Hmm. I'll try and maybe get around to it then at some point when I get some time. So Matt, what are you rating it? Oh, this is a nine. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I think I concur with that score. Just, I don't want to upset Matt that I'm picking the same number. No, but... I, I'm not even going to argue with that one. Just, yeah. Yeah? That's fine. That makes sense. Nine makes sense. All right. Well, we'll move on then to Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps number 50, Robert Venditti writing Rafa Sandoval on the art. This, of course, is the final issue of this book, the final issue of Venditti's 80-plus <laughs> issue run on Green Lantern. <laughs> it, all, it all ends here, folks. So you yeah. two have been reading this go ahead yeah so this 
since Rebirth, this is the strongest Venditti's been on Green Lantern because I quit his Green Lantern books. Like three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Connors brought me back with, with Rebirth in multiple times. So uh, really the only thing I didn't go back and read was the Sinestro stuff just because I had enough of Venditti Sinestro. Yeah. So, uh, and this is a nice culmination to everything. Like, it feels like a nice cap. We see a lot of his storylines come to an end here. Uh, yeah. But he also passes the baton at the same time. Like, the four corpsmen joke is still going strong. Yeah, but it's the... at the same time, it's kind of the end of the joke, right? It's like, you know, okay, that's yeah. it. We're done with that for now. But if if Morrison, I, mean, I don't, you never know with Morrison, right? No, it's true. If he wants to pick it up or Jurgens wants to pick it up with these guys, it would feel like it's now etched into Lantern mythology. Yeah. That guy calls him the Four Corpsmen. But, but Just, yeah. Uh, on that, Venditti was tweeting last night that he's actually mm-hmm. getting to write Guy again soon in another project. Wow. I'm not sure what. I don't know if he's shown up in Hawkman, maybe, or just oh, somewhere else well, in a book. More, more in Hawkman and how much I love that book. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But if, uh, yeah, I don't if, know where, but Guy is a, probably his best character. Yeah, if he puts Guy in with Hawkman, I might explode just because I can't handle it. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think this is a very competent, solid issue. I think yeah. it's a little underwhelming in that it does exactly kind of what you expect it to. You know, yeah, it's, but, I can hear all the things from the run and. Here's the, the, the nice yeah. ending. I get it, but it's, well, he, it's he rounds solid. off everything because I feel like the Morrison run and whatever's going on with the Lantern books going forward is going to be so different that he couldn't leave these threads hanging. It's kind of what they try to do with Green Lanterns as well, but Jurgens yeah. is doing his own self-contained story. So, you know, I, I get it. Um, yeah. it. It leans heavy into Tomar Ray. No, Tomar 2. Tomar 2, uh, yeah. Tomar 2. And and how, and you know, and their yeah. fight. I'd say a good half of the issue is the pair of them talking while fighting. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and it it props up to Tomar too as a as a threat. So like, if he makes it out, you could see him be like a thorn in in the side of Hal. Um, yeah, and I think at the end of this one, I appreciate how natural this has felt. Like it never felt like you know this 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 guy who's been a, a culture for a yeah. while, right? Mm-hmm. And, at least yeah, since John's. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's been yeah. probably a good um, almost decade by now. Yeah. And his turn into villain didn't feel like oh yeah we'll just flick a switch. Oh, I never felt cheaper. We'll just make him yeah. a villain. It's it's felt pretty deserved. Yeah. So there's credit to that. And and here at the end, it it all feels natural. Yeah. And so we get them and they're battling and uh. The other half of the book is the rest of the, the core stationed outside the planet fighting the Dark Stars. And John is bound set and determined that they're not going to kill anybody because we're not the Dark Stars. That's what him and him and Hal had come to the conclusion. Like, we can't yeah. we can't fight the violent... We can't fight their brand of violence with their brand of violence because they end up winning at yeah. that point. Like, it's a moral predicament at the, or a moral fight at this, yeah. at this point. And uh, Zod's not too impressed with this. No, because... God, Venditti, so I, I quit his New 52 Flash. I quit his New 52 Green Lanterns yep. stuff. Same. But, like, give him Zod into something, because his Zod is such... I, I love... That there's a bit where he's, Zod's like, nah, forget this, I'm finishing it. And he grabs one yeah. of the Dark Souls and starts, uh, you know, heat-visioning through the mask. Yeah. 
and John just comes up and you know puts his ring to his head. He's oh. like, no, oh no, not not on my watch, not today. And oh, then you have yeah. Guy and Kyle come up, and and uh, Guy's like, no, 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 it's it's Kyle's now. He's the general referring to to, to John. Yeah, he's the general. Ugh, yeah. I just love it. His Zod's such a jerk, and that's what that's what you, I feel like. Everyone who's written Zod has tried to make him the the Terrence Stamp version, you know, and yeah. But here, this is, feels like a proper comics Zod, you know, and especially to wipe out the the version from Man of Steel, like I yeah. think need to be taken out. This one, I get he's a Kryptonian supremacist, like boom, done, and Venditti has done that so well here because he ends up kind of being the the inciting incident into the the the. the Hal and, and Tomar 2's battle because yes. he rushes in there and makes things difficult for Hal. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it, it just, I really like all the support and stuff going on here, like Ark just being like, hey, uh, maybe we should kill him. Like, because he's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good to rip out some throats. Yeah. But you he's know? not like so into it, like the same way Zod is. When they say no, right. he, he backs off pretty quickly. Right. Also, why is Orion here? He literally just shows up in the background. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That that's been the weakest part of this last like nine issues, whatever this story yeah. is, has been Kyle going to Orion and and Brit, like eh, why? It was nice seeing Space Cabby again. Yeah, but uh, this is the point where I'm like, okay, this is just okay. It's the end of the run. Here's some predictable things of things that we did in the run. Greatest hits. Yeah. Oh, we did some stuff with Orion and the New Gods. Well, we should have them show up at the end. And it well, feels also, like a checklist rather than actually a natural inclusion. Well, yeah, but it was like also give, Yeah, give give Kyle something to do, almost. But <laughs> kind I, of, yeah. I, I'd rather have had him reach out to Sornik and the and the yellows. Yeah. That would have been a way better. Like, even, even if he failed, having yeah. him go there and try would right. have worked a lot better. You know, so but yeah, so that's my one knock, right? But that's more against the the whole arc in this one issue, but we we get in the final moments that that Zod storms in. He's gonna take his vengeance on Tomar too for his dad slipping up about Krypton and letting it go kaboom. Which, in what we've learned with Superman, like if Zod finds out Rogalzar's out there and Zar had destroyed Krypton, what is that gonna mean? It's gonna mean war, presumably. Right, so that adds this whole thing because we're we're seeing what he's willing to do to the to the security guard that fell asleep at the watch, where he's gonna exact blood vengeance on his son. Yeah, you know, what's he gonna do to the guy that claims he blew it up? So I, I like that it's building to there, you know. But uh, Tomar too ends up basically taking himself out after Hal breaks through the defenses or Hal and Zod, and he fires up the gauntlet and takes his own life and yeah he blasts himself with it so, so zod doesn't get that that satisfaction justice. yeah he's he's actually really annoyed he was and he's like oh at least let him bleed out slowly he deserves to suffer right and it's but but at the end he's he's kind of satisfied he's like all right my people are avenged that'll do he's, yeah. he is dead yeah he's gonna go back to his planet and you know do, do his thing that he's been Jekyll. doing yeah. yeah exactly but yeah, so we get a nice send-off from the core and Hal and uh, the rest of the Earth Lanterns. Well, the, the four corpsmen, because Simon and Jess aren't there. Yeah. But, you know, they all talk about what, what things they have to do. Yeah, and, and then nice. we got a little uh, a little kid of... 
it's the Zudarian that took over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Samar Lee. Yeah, we got Samar Lee from that uh, one issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, we've seen her pop in and out, and Kilowog's kind of taking her under his wing, you know, yeah. and and whatnot. So it's like the next generation uh, of lanterns there yeah. that she represents because she's the first kid lantern. Yeah. Like they don't go that young. So uh, the the Earth lanterns all say kind of goodbye, and it's kind of Venditti send off to each of them, which is kind of nice. Yeah, like but, they're all going to go off and do their own thing. Guy just wants everyone to go get a drink. And, right. and Cal's like, yeah, I'm going to go do some drawing. And then mm-hmm. Hal's like, nah, i got shit to do. Yeah. And uh, Guy's like, yeah, I look forward to meeting some new slingers. And you see, because you see Mogo redirecting all these lantern rings now. Yeah, jo- right? John gives the speech to send them back out. And yep. then like, all right, let, let, let them go. And, you know, you, you see them all show. So we'll get a nice influx of new ring slingers yep. in the near future, I assume. Yep. And so, and then Hal, you see him on Earth in Coast City, and he knocks on a door, and Carol, who I forgot was even a character, because she hasn't really done anything since the Johns run, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's not really. This is what this last couple of pages feels really out of place, because uh, yeah, so, yeah, it ends with, with them kissing, and it, you know, it just says never the end. But they weren't, as far as I read in the Venditti run, they were never really together it wasn't like he was like i need to get this done so i can get back to carol so no, they were off and on near the start i think yeah but eh, i don't know this this feels a bit like just because oh this is a classic cal jordan thing right let's put that back in place for the next yeah. writer it, it it felt a little cheap to, to well, end very, on that and it's forced because there's nothing to it like i rather have seen like use these two pages to show like ring showing up to new planets. Honestly, I, I don't even know if you need anything here. Like just have the, the those uh, the the four of them uh, on the, the page mm-hmm. before. Just extend that slightly and just end on the four of them together. Yeah. Cuz that's, that. that's what this run uh, at least in in rebirth has been about. It's about it's yeah, been about or... these four. Right. Uh, so I, I feel like it should have ended with that. And I know I know Hal's names in the title. But uh, I feel like ending on just him does a disservice to to the rest of them. Yeah, but I mean, pretty solid run for Venditti. You know, new birth or new birth, rebirth. You know, on because yeah. you know we got some fun stuff sprinkled throughout, like you said with Space Cabby. You have a guy in our Kilo friendship and, and and fights and fights. You know where he rips out his his eye. Yeah. You know. Uh. So so yeah, like. A lot of fun stuff. I'm curious to see where it goes now with with Sharp and, and Morrison. So, yeah, definitely. But, uh, what would you rate this issue? Uh, I think we have a 7.5. It's very good. It's very solid. Does pretty much exactly what it's supposed to, but suffers from being a little too predictable. Yeah, see, I, I liked it a bit more. I'm going to give it an 8 because I liked... Again, I don't think the... The predictability doesn't kill it for me because we knew it was ending. So, But, but I've liked the sense of hope that it has with, with these new lanterns and where it's going off to. So yeah, that was, uh, oh, I will just say best. Finally, the, the best panel from this is a uh, Hal punching uh, Tomo too. And, and it's all the, the fists, you know, you have, you have him yeah. make all these fists to punch him at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's such a Hal construct. Just, just it a is. million fists. Yeah. Oh, we're done. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. Right. I was just, I was just getting comfortable because, 
you know, hungry and tired and sleepy and everything. Yeah. Well, we're we're going through. We got like six more books left, so we do, we do, we do. Um, Halfway. The hung, the hunger. Wait, is it really six? I just threw out a stupid number. I think so. Oh, I said that. Two, four. No, there's five. There's five left. No, it's off by one. There you go. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Well, got it. Titans number twenty-four. Dan Abnett writing. Brent Peoples on the art. Um. So once again, we have the, the Titans crew going out to like a, an anomaly. This is happening mm-hmm. because of the, the the source wall breaking and all the all the energy spilling out. And we get this really unique. Well, kind of unique. Is is there basically there's this uh, this this old man in the park who. Mm-hmm used to he was a teacher and he used to run like D D campaigns for your students after class but before all that he, he tried his hand at writing some books he wrote some fantasy novels and the villains that show up that at first i thought these feel like really generic villains ended yep. up being like intentional because the point was that there were actually the villains from his fantasy books that came to life because he got hit with this meta power and all of his creations were starting to come to life and attack um and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That's unique. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. into that. Okay. That's I, If this is what we're going to get more of, of them going and finding these people, and we're going to get these new kinds of powers mm. like this, where this guy basically creates a pocket dimension where his books are reality, and he interacts with them, and they're not, they're not actually villains, right? They're just... Uh, uh, so when the Titans go and meet this invading force... They claim that Earth's invading their realm, and they're just defending it. And, you know, so we get some fun fight scenes, but overall, it's like they're just kind of going through the motions. And they send uh, Raven and uh, who else to go talk with with the uh, old guy? Uh, Miss Martian, I think, was it not? And Miss Martian, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... To, to deal with it that way while they handle all these creatures that are out. And the one part that I really loved is when one of the creatures sees the 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 old guy that created him mm-hmm. and treats him like he just saw like not a celebrity but like a demigod yeah yeah it's like oh look who it is like it was so cool and beast boy doing you know his quips yeah so at one point like an evil unicorn comes out of the portal yeah so beast boy's like oh two can play this game and we get like unicorn yep. duel with the horns yeah you know, there's cool. also some Fun. some lord of the ring disparaging going on which i'm you know not not adverse to yeah, and also so the main the main dude though the main sort of villainous dude that comes out the mm-hmm. the, the creation he kind of travesty is that, was that his name yeah Prince travesty there you go i will not forget that name so oh yeah prince travesty you're right um and he he sort of like says oh people here are so beautiful and he's, he's looking at uh raven and nightwing at this point right and then yep. later down this same page this this book legitimately made me laugh out loud um at the bottom of this page because he realizes that Raven can kind of read minds, and he's like, "You're reading my mind. What am I yep. thinking now?" And he's and she's like, "Oh God, that is the filthiest thing I've ever." And Nightwing yells out, "That's it, back off!" And then Raven yells out, "How dare you imagine Nightwing in that sort of position?" And Nightwing's like, "What?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and right before that, Nightwing goes, "Oh God, it's like being clubbed to death with the similarian." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my God, that's what it's like watching those movies for me." Yeah, it just so, it really made me laugh because yeah. the joke works really well because you assume mm-hmm. that she's up, up offended because she's seen herself in some sort of weird sex thing. Yeah, no, and it's but like, it's Nightwing. How dare you think of Nightwing like that? And Nightwing's like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> What's he thinking? What's happening? Yep. 
so no, that was that was that was really good. That was really funny. Um, mm-hmm. and like I say, the action here is pretty good. Uh, there's there's like moments they try to talk to the old man, and then like more things keep coming to, at them, and like steel just sort of like swoops down and like whacks something with a big hammer. Um, yeah, that's always fun. And it's fun. Yeah, and the big twist at the end of the issue though, and this this is this one has a bit more lasting impact than the last issue, yeah. Because uh, they think they've closed it, they think they've dealt with it, yep. and taken it from his mind. But it turns out uh, Prince Travesty is actually like taking place of Raven. Raven's now trapped in the pocket dimension, and Prince Travesty is uh is hanging out at the writer's writer's apartment. Yep. So, which is actually it's good because Raven felt a little bit weird like at the end of this when they thought they'd solved everything. Yeah. And Raven's talking to them. Uh, our dialogue just felt a little bit off, and I, I just kind of—I was like, "Oh, it's whatever." It's, it's just you know, uh, Abnet's just made a bit of a flub. But no, much like the uh, the Bendis issue, of Superman, it's intentional because then we find out that um, that it's not actually her. She swapped places with the evil dude. Yeah. So, so there's a lasting effect here. We actually do have this villain lingering, um, and Raven's trapped in a pocket dimension. So obviously mm-hmm. we're going to have to deal with that. But uh, it's, it- it's good stuff. It weirdly reminded me of John's first run on Flash with uh, both the pocket dimension and then the, um, the like the fantasy dimension mm. uh, with with brother what was his name brother Grimm, you know mm. so like yeah yeah it feels like it's rooted in that kind of of character and I'm all for that I like those types that break from the traditional villain so and this guy doesn't seem like he's a straight up villain. He seems like he's he's chaotic, but he's neutral. Like he's, we'll see where it goes. I definitely see him being a thorn in the side. Oh yeah. But, well, they're definitely going to be happy that he swapped places with Raven and left her trapped yeah. in a pocket dimension. That's for hey. sure. But no, I had fun with this. I mean, these two issues mm-hmm. since we've this, this sort of relaunch, if you will, of Titans has been has been good fun. Um, them being this crew that goes out in response to these things, and if they're starting to add in more serialized elements, like Miss Martian trying to gain Nightwing's trust, like yep. now Raven being trapped in this pocket dimension, this villain is still out and about. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm having, I'm having fun with this. It's it's not necessarily the the most like exciting book of the uh, of the week or anything like that, but it's like I had fun yeah. reading it. I was excited to read it. So yeah, I like this one more than the last one, uh, and this was the one that's going to keep me reading to see where it's going to go. Mm. But, but yeah, no, this one's just a lot of fun. So yeah. if we're gonna get more of these, then yeah, keep it coming. And that was pretty solid as well. I thought. Yeah, that was. Absolutely. I mean, Beast Boy turning into a unicorn to fight an evil unicorn. Like, come on. No, yeah. so, that's it's, yeah. it's good. Um, so what'd you rate it? What'd you rate Titans? The solid seven point five. I'll go with an eight. I'll go, I'll go a little bit higher. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a touch more on the positive side. Uh, and then me and Matt aren't having the same ratings constantly. Alright, well that'll take us on to Hawkman number 3, Robert Vendetti writing Brian Hitch on the art. I didn't actually get around to this one this week. I This, this, this and Wonder Woman were the two that I was going to try and get mm. to, but didn't quite make it. Uh, but you two have read it, because you two were in love with the last issue. So, uh, and, and you are missing one. out on some immense fun, because this opens with him fighting the T-Rex. Yep. I mean... What more do you want? Uh, a different artist and writer? <laughs> no, see, Venditti, I've been overly harsh. No, I won't say overly, because it's, some of it's been needed. I've been harsh on Venditti in the past, but I feel like he's hit his groove here with 
Hawkman. I feel like when he when he lands, he relands because you know I've been really enjoying yeah. the stuff that landed of his of his Green Lantern stuff. I loved mm-hmm. you know some stuff yeah. not so great. Um, I really enjoyed his Exo Mana War stuff, uh, at Valiant a few yeah. years back. I've heard that's good. That was really good. Um, but then obviously his new Fifty Two Flash was yeah, awful. Not so good. But I think that's more of a, a symptom of the new Fifty Two, and they're trying to yeah. change Flash so much that it just didn't didn't work. Here though, I get, he's. He's fighting a T-Rex, but he's doing it in a way where he's not trying to hurt the Rex because he knows, like, the Rex is just looking wrong. for food. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's basically just trying to keep it at bay to wear it down so it realizes, like, hey, I'm not an easy lunch. And yeah, so he's jumping off the into trees. a tree so it'll just yeah. leave him alone. And he because he's in this jungle on Dinosaur Island, he can't fly. And so he's having to use his wits to him. And he has a scepter from the last issue, and he has his mace. So he's using them in conjunction, which looks cool. Like, yeah, you uh, know, the art for the most part, I really like actually. Uh, yeah. There is one moment where he's found the T Rex. It's just on the page where he smashes the T Rex into the tree. Yeah. Um, some weird contortion going on with his body in one part. Yeah. I-, I think there's some more of that too when he fights the flying. There might people, be. It's it's not know? often. It's just every so often. There's yeah. just he doesn't quite look right. Yeah, but so he deals with the T Rex and he's heading up towards this mountain, and he has this calling to on Dinosaur Island to the top of this mountain. That's where he runs into. They're called uh, Featherins. Yeah, Featherins. Featherins, something along those lines. Which they're they're people, but instead of being descended from apes, it looks like they're descended from birds, and I looked them up, and pre-Flashpoint, they showed up in with Black Adam because he had, like, the hawk-headed mm. people. Uh, yeah, They were one of them. Yeah, right? So I think that was, that was in JSA. But basically, they, they ran into some issues with their homeland being destroyed, so Black Adam opened it up, opened Kandak to them. So these ones look different, though. These look like people, but with wings, like, on their, their arms and stuff. Yeah, Almost they, like they, they kind of grow out of their arms don't they yeah yeah yeah. they're like the the japanese mythological creature a tengu yeah right so and they're flying around he's trying not to fight them but they're just they keep coming so we get some cool aerial battle stuff but like connor said you know some of the positions are a little bit off yeah nice new addition though at one point they knock his mace out of his hand and it comes back but so 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 i have a big stupid smile on my face because what did this remind you of connor I mean, it, it's it's Thor, right? Right, it's Thor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've just gone. Okay, let's just make him Thor. Yeah, I'm so okay with that. His, his mace goes to drop, and he goes, "Oh no, my mace!" And then it comes back to him, and now he starts throwing the mace, and it comes back, and that's how he battles these these bird people. And he says every time they fall, they just kind of disappear. And then when we find out, you know, he he fights them all, he gets to the top, and there's this old like shaman. Uh, Faith Aaron and he's like oh I've been told by my grandfather you know since since the time of my grandfather's grandfather that a Hawkman would come back to us and I've been waiting here for ages and then he kind of just disappears it becomes like the ether yeah so he did... makes a point of say you know you know uh, the, who who left you here to guard this mountain right. and he was like oh oh yeah you said you might not remember that you know yeah. uh, with each life you lose some more memory um, but it was you, you, but not you. And he's like, but I'm sure you understand what, it, what, what I mean by that. Yeah. It was a really nice bit of writing that, you know, 
there because it reminded me a lot of Yoda because it was you, but it was wasn't you, but you would say that you would remember that, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, but did he just commit genocide? Did he take out this entire tribe of Faith Errands? I think so. Okay, I'm just I'm just checking if that's. But all it I sounds right. like you know. Okay, he, he they were there to guard it just as a challenge, like on, only he'd be able right. to get through, right? Right. So, but, I, I assume yeah. there's other. You know, it, is it genocide if they still exist elsewhere? Well, I'm just saying of this particular tribe because it seems like this particular all the tribe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, you'd think like. Even in his older form, whenever form came to Dinosaur Island and told him, told the shaman he would return, you would think there'd be a better way than just murdering every warrior in that tribe. But hey, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not Carter Hall, so uh, who am I to know? But he goes into this cave, and the shaman had told him he would need that uh, hawk scepter for the next yeah. part. And so he gets into the cave, and it looks like it. Almost like a spaceship. Like yeah. it's rounded and it's not stone. It looks more like metal. And, and this pedestal in the middle. And it's got the the symbol with the the, the hawk on it that, that he has yep. on his chest. So, yep. and, uh, so he snaps off the head of the, the scepter and kind of places it into the hole and it activates uh, like a planetarium. Yeah. And you, you have see all these constellations. But they're not of Earth. Like they're different. Yeah. And it's a legend of the seven sons, right? And the seven daughters? Seven brothers and seven sisters. Seven brothers and seven sisters. And so I'm wondering if that has to do with him and yeah, his and resurrections. Then it says, and, the, and the first great hero, Calmaran, I remember. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that sounds like, okay, that could be a, mm-hmm. one of his One of names. his identities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the issue ends with someone yelling at him. And yeah, he, he kind of gets, he, you know, he holds his head and goes, oh, not again. And then there's like this teleport thing that happens again. Yeah, and he's on Thanagar, and he's being told to move by none other than Katar Hole, his yeah. Thanagarian version. I, I did like the, the final caption, you know, they're, they're, they're done in the, the diary entry style still yep. left over from Metal. And it's, uh, why am I never happy to see me? Yep. Oh, a good chuckle. So I was good. like, yeah, I'm so into this. Oh, me too. This, this book this is issue. so good. Like, he's fighting a dinosaur, he becomes Thor. Like, Venditti's just like, oh, every bad thing you've said about me since Flash, I'm going to try to erase it the best I can. He, he's making a damn fine effort as well. Yeah, it's it's very pulpy. It hits every beat that I just, I love. Yeah. So, I can't, like, oh, man. This is probably the book I'm having the most fun with right now. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's the best book, but it's the most fun. Yeah, definitely. I, this will be one that I'll collect and trade to oh, go yeah. with my singles. Like, I'm not, this is one physical single that I'm not going to give up. Like, no, this, can't get rid of that. That's what I'm making room for. Like, yeah. So, but um, if I'm rating it, I'm rating it high, and, and, and it's a nine. I thoroughly enjoyed this issue. I'm, I'm going with the nine, too. It's oh, so good. Oh, look at that. God damn, I got to adjust so Connor doesn't match me either. <laughs> we <sighs> never match. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, Hawkman. Pete, you yeah. should be reading it. Missing out. I just, I just, uh, I, I didn't have time this week. I was just, I was just reading. Apparently, someone stole a plane from a Seattle airport this morning. Yeah, I no, was just... that was, well, that was last <laughs> night. That was news going out. Uh, apparently, guy was suicidal. And then yeah. No, stole I just a plane, I mean, into an island. 
that, that, that could get very serious very quickly. Someone stealing a plane like that. How, how do you manage to steal a plane? So he with was a of, mechanic. Yeah, with lots of uh, planning and preparation, I'd imagine. <laughs> And yep. skill and knowledge and but yeah, so glad no one else got hurt. I just I was just reading about that. There. It was, it was yeah, it's thing. still a tragedy. And, oh sure, you know, yeah, but and whatnot. But it it could have been way worse than it was. No one was on the plane. Yeah, I, I assume it was a relatively small plane. Uh, I looked. I heard it was a commercial liner. Yeah, I think it was a huge plane actually. Uh, really? Yeah. Which is why it's even weirder. It's not just like a little plane. It's like. Let's see what. Oh. Connor's audio's went. He's, he's went all mute. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you did for a second there. You can't cut out in mid sense. Oh, weird. How odd. How odd. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move on as Connor's checking up planes. Um, so, moving on to Plastic Man. Number three, Yellow Brine, is going to be a damn hero. He was he was bluffing with the bad guys, the Cabal, to try and like, save the kid. But they don't buy it. So he has to go all superhero and start fighting them properly. And uh, meanwhile, the girls from the strip club are investigating to see that this person he is supposedly murdered. They're looking into that and they're trying to figure that out. Uh, Matt, you're reading this. Everyone's reading no, this. No, I didn't, I didn't have time for you this didn't read one. That? Oh, Carl, did you no, read that? I saved it for last. I, I read it, yeah. Oh, good. Someone read it. Oh. Other than me. Nice. No, I, I read it because this uh, f- following Hawkman, this was another one where I'm like, okay, that's a fun book I want my dose of Sure. that I got to earlier in the week, before the priority books, for whatever reason. Right. So did you enjoy this issue? Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, yeah, continuing the, the, the trend, um, some fun action stuff. We've got some nice shape-changing antics going on. Uh, yeah. it, it's this, this book proves to be very inventive with the, its shapes there's some very there's a, there's a whole harley sequence where he's trying to impress man bat with going through various iterations of harley quinn and he's like no pants long pants no pants long pants but nothing yeah and he's, he's basically switching, he's, going... he's switching between the classic animated harley quinn and the suicide squad movie harley quinn uh yeah. in the blink of an eye uh it's it's just fun stuff it's fun stuff uh and what's Sammy, the the guy who betrayed betrayed him? Uh, he once he learns about Plastic Man, he he's, he's got this girlfriend singer who's trying to like get to sing in a club, but and she looks the part. She's got the glamorous dress on, she's got the big hair, and then she starts singing, and everyone's like, you know, there's those like glasses shattering at the bar because she's that bad. Um, I I really appreciate you know whenever there's there's singing, you always get the the music notes mm-hmm. to uh, that, that's a common thing in in comics, but here. The music notes are all like squiggly and shattered to, yeah. to give it that effect of just no, no, it's awful. Yeah. They're distorted, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he actually, at the end, he brings up the Ace Chemicals and tries to recreate how Plastic Man get created. He's like, "Hey, honey, if this doesn't work, I'm sorry." And then he shoots her <laughs> next to the the chemicals. That's how we end yeah. the issue. <laughs> it's super dark. It is. It's like he wants <laughs> to do it. To, why we're laughing. He clearly wants to do it to himself, but he's testing it on her first just to make sure yeah. it works. So you know, I feel like that, that this is this is going to end badly because if it does work, she's going to hate him and come after him, and she's going to have powers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really ill-thought-out plan. So during the fight at the start, though, so Plastic Man's fighting all the bad guys, and he actually grabs the girl and holds her in the air, like up really high. You know, he stretches his arm out, so he's holding her really high in the air. But he gets zapped with these shockers. That I actually really like the effect when he gets zapped with this at full force. You get all these like sort of spikes coming out of his face. Uh, yeah, it's a really nice touch. But he, he I, I did appreciate when he was lifting up the girl. Th- mm-hmm. This rescue is so wang. 
Yes, yes. There's a lot of whying and things going on in this issue. God, Simone is <laughs> determined to get that over. It's so whying. Uh, but then he notices his hand. He's like, "Shit, I dropped the girl!" And he starts fighting. He fights more and more, and he gets really worried that he's, you know, he turns into a big hammer. He's, he's, he's fighting them with various. Uh, yeah, when effects. we say turns into a hammer, we mean his head is the hammer's head as well. Not like he uses. It turns his hands into hammers. Oh no, his entire body. Yes, the 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 the, the body of the Jeez. hammer is his body, and then the head is his head. Yeah, he's just a, a hammer. But the, the the heartwarming thing here is that Man Bat actually saves the kid. From, from falling to her death and uh, brings the kid in and he's all thankful and is like, oh, this is kind of neat. This is almost like, because this is set in the past, so it's almost like a nice little foreshadowing that Man Bat will be a good character later. This is the start of his heroic turn, I guess. Uh, so that's kind of neat. Again, the art is really good. I, mean, I never mentioned, actually, Gil Simone wrote this and uh, Adriana Mello uh, did the art. Uh, I mean, it's, it's consistent with the previous issues, but it's so expressive. Uh, that, that close-up of uh, Eel's eyes at one point with his goggles on, where he's just like, I'm rubber and you're the glue. Like, he's talking yeah. about the villains. He's coming for them. Uh, so, and then, of course, he does the stilt walk with the kid, because, of course, he does. He does. And to try and cheer her up, does butt face. And does butt face, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the kid... she says, stop, you, you gross wang. Yes, yes. That's so, wang is an insult as well as a as something can be wang. Well, it feels like uh, wings. One of those words that can just mean anything. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like the F it, word. It is. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. and he, he changes into a fancy suit because he's, he's getting serious now. He's getting... Oh, hang on, you, you've missed the fact that he gets bored of the stilt and turns into a pony. I'm sorry. Yes, I glossed over the pony, and the kid's so embarrassed. She's pulling her hood down over her face. So this is so embarrassing. This is it's, it's like My Little Pony style pony with yeah. the the big massive eyes and you know like sparkles coming out of it. But him. in Plastic Man colors, because. Plastic Man. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he's in talks with the agent who was trying to recruit him, and she's like, oh, we've got a list of potential suspects that are behind the cabal, but we don't know for sure. And there's a bunch of recognisable names on there, you know, Vandal Savage, Blockbuster, uh, Cheetahs on there, Black Manta, a bunch of normal, you know, faces. And, yeah, but it gets back to the, the, the strippers and or the dancers, and they're like, yeah, 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 but we looked into this, and there was some weird alien writing in one of the photographs that the uh, the witness had from the from the murder scene. So they believe that he didn't kill anyone, but they're, they're, they're helping investigate. Um, yeah. There's actually there's a really neat little line here uh, where the kid says, you keep calling me her and I haven't decided yet. Uh, which I thought was an interesting little inclusion. Yeah, and his response, hey, kid, be what, you want, be what you want. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen him be, you know, do whatever the hell he wants for three issues here. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was a neat touch. Uh, the kid might just be at that, that right age that maybe... Maybe they're thinking yeah. about that. And... Well, so, yeah, so as right now, they're non-binary. Yeah. And we've seen a lot more of that representation in comics. I think it was even uh, Gail Simone and, and Batgirl. Yes. Yeah, the roommate. Yeah, the, the, the roommate yeah. Was, was trans. So yeah. um, it makes sense that Simone's going to try Simone's making that. it a personal effort, clearly. Yeah. Well, well, there's that. And it, what better character to, to broach that subject with? Then Plastic Man. Yeah, Plastic Man. true. We we have two pages at the start where he is Harley Quinn. Yeah, he he can literally shift gender to to his heart's desire whenever he wants. Um, So, you know, and then we get the the ending with the Ace Chemicals thing. So that that was the issue. Uh, I was having a blast with this, but I I think her her sense, Simone's sense of humour for the character uh, and this sort of heroic journey where he's like, you know what, I've always taken the easy way out. I've always not given a shit. Now I'm going to give a shit. Like it's a you know it's it's yeah. not that original a story, 
but it's working really well for Plastic Man. And our, it's our because it's got all, all that comedy as well that stops yeah. it. Because this could be a really dry, boring story. Because like you say, yeah, we've seen it before. But it's the comedy that gives it its edge. Oh, yeah. And it's always really, really pulpy. I think having villains who are called Sammy and wear zoot suits and they have clubs with, like, you know, uh, classic, you know, big, big lounge singers and all that, I feel like it, it fits yeah. the, the, the pulpy noir tone that, that we're going for here. And I think, I think that works. So, mm. no. That will have a blast. Uh, what are you rating it, Connor? Yeah, I'll give it an 8. Yeah, I can concur, concur with that. Give it an 8 too. There you go. Uh, so, we'll move on then. To Suicide Squad number 45, which we don't normally cover, but of course this is the crossover issue with Aquaman this month. This is the first part of the story. Uh, it's co-written by Dan Abnett and Rob Williams and art by Jose Lewis. Yeah, I did check the credits page specifically because I was intrigued. Um, mm-hmm. Williams is still doing all the script. It was just the story yeah. credit is shared between them. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure just, they'll alternate next week yeah. for Aquaman. Yeah, it'll be having that, yeah, because it has a book. Yeah, Yeah. to to be expected. This isn't, you know, uncommon. But occasionally there's some differences. So I thought it was worth checking. So I'll I'll tell you the one reason why I don't like reading Suicide Squad. Yes. And that's the amount of satin anus jokes that Harley Quinn makes in this. I I did not have a problem with that. I did not have a problem with that either. One or two is fine. But when it kept happening, I was just like, I don't, this is why I don't read this. This is why I don't see, read Deadpool. See, I just. No, but here's the thing, Matt. I, I don't feel like this was constant Satan Anus jokes, right? To, Anytime to... she talked to Satanus, it was. No, no, no. And no, then no, she no, apologizes. No, no, no. Matt, 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 you're saying that she's cracking a joke over and over. I don't think she is. She's just to say his name is Satan Anus, and that's what she calls him every time. It's like a nickname he doesn't want, and she keeps calling him that. To me, that makes yeah, sense. But it's, it, but it's not funny. I mean, I got a good chuckle out of it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I got a chuckle the first time. She's like, "Oh, your name's Satin Anna. Say Deadshot. You heard that?" And then she just keeps calling him that, and I'm just like, "Okay." It beat it into the ground, and I was like, "Okay, cool." After this, I do not have to read Suicide Squad anymore. So I mean, it's like, is is this not a four issue crossover? I don't know. I can't remember yeah, how many. So I'll read one after this. Then whatever, but. It's only because I like Aquaman that much. Also, Satan Anus, not Satin Anus, just, just for the satin. record. No, it's S-A-T-I-N is Satin. No, it's not. It's A. S-A-T-I... Mine said S-A-T-I-N. It's, it's, it's S-A-T-I-N. Satin. His name's Satanus. It's, it's two it A's. Satanus. No, no, I agree with what his name is, Satanus. Right. But she is saying S-A-T-I-N. Yes. Oh, so she satin. is. That's anus. less funny. I thought it was funnier when it was Satan's anus. Say, right. Satan's anus, <laughs> that would have made me laugh. I thought that was right? funnier. But satin anus, and I'm just like, okay, once is fine, but now you're just... And I just... Suicide I Squad just it's doesn't work for me. thing that, for me, feels consistent with Harley Quinn, where I experienced her elsewhere, which was always a big problem with Suicide Squad, where she felt like a completely different character. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem with this. I mean... Maybe I get that you can just not like that version of Harley Quinn, but at least it feels consistent. I don't have a problem with it because I didn't feel like she was cracking a joke. I didn't feel like it was beating me over the head with a joke. I just felt like, no, that's what she's going to call him, and that's it. It's not a joke anymore. It's just what she's calling him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a bit of both, right? Because she accepts yeah. that it was it, she was just joking around. I had way more when, when he gets really problems with the fact that it. he looked like Magneto than I did anything else. So. Yeah, that was bothering me. Well, there's the that. There's Master Jailer makes... <sighs> 
That character, I get it. It's cool. You can't keep, like, there's no lock he can't undo. Then why is he the jailer? Why isn't he the master breaker? Hey, hey, hey. Or, the master of unlocking is Jill Valentine. Thank you very much. Let's not get this Okay, wrong. sure. What? Sure. Connor knew that uh, joke was coming. He could see it coming a mile off. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But then again, these are just issues that I have with Suicide Squad as a whole. Um, no, I, I think you're right in general. That is indicative of Suicide Squad where they're like, well, no one really matters, so we'll just pull in random shit to do whatever we right. need for that story. Oh, so they and can that, be killed. And yeah. Right, and that's fine. I just was like, that's that name. And I know he's a, a, a character that's been established in DC continuity and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. The name just doesn't make any sense. You know, like, he's I, not jailing anybody. He's breaking and entering. Like, I just, that's actually pretty cool villain you know <laughs> to have right you can't keep him out so i want to just reiterate that satan's anus is much funnier and should it should have been satan anus i pete i i agree i'm not disputing that because what's a satan anus what's a satan anus satan, satan doesn't have an anus that's supposed to be the point it's 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 satin it's soft right right like the it's like oh yeah no you you you've you got a soft anus right that's what that's she's saying pri- that's a prison nickname <laughs> it is a pr- yeah exactly I, i'm just so you used to watch grand for life pete right yes one of the things that always stuck out to me is when one of the younger kids starts hanging out with a bad crew and they make their own tattoos with, with permanent ink mm-hmm. and one of them has uh he thinks that it says satan with a heart around it and uh uncle eddie goes to him he's like oh so you really like satin huh because that the kid spelled it s-a-t-i-n mm. so this is what this reminded me of. I was like, I'd much rather be watching Grounded for Life. Uh, the one thing I did like about the Suicide Squad characters is I kind of like the Killer Croc. I don't know why, because I've not been reading the book, but he's depressed for yeah. some reason. And I thought that was kind yeah. of amazing. I, I, How's he with Enchantress, from what I yeah. got? Yeah, I think he had a thing with Enchantress, and she's been killed. I, I, I just think it's I, sometimes cracking me up about him just being like, nothing matters anymore. Just tell me what yeah. you want me to do. It's fine. Like, him being yeah. mopey was just kind of funny to me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they end up ride, riding a big whale into Atlantis. So basically, Atlantis has risen. That happened in Aquaman, as we know. Yeah. And the the government is like, you know, yelling at each other, trying to figure out what to do about this. Are they a threat? Are they not? It. And Amanda Waller, of course, is going to do this off the book with the Suicide Squad. And she's like, okay, I'm going to give you a magic thing, a magic bomb that's going to sink Atlantis again. Obviously, the big the big reveal at the end is because Deadshot's got a problem. He doesn't kill kids. And he sees like all these kids hiding in Atlantis and people who because i think maybe one of the more interesting things of this issue is the idea that uh there's actually certain people in atlantis who are scared of the fact that they're on on the surface now and there's, there's these people well, hiding underwater because well that's it because the ninth tri- it only rose tried- so much the ninth tried stayed yeah. underwater which well, yeah, but, i think yeah. really works thematically with the rest of the run oh sure but it does. You know, what i mean is specifically they mention that there's people who were up top who came down to the ninth like they, they, they're seeing right. refuge down there now because they're terrified but of being that's... up top yeah, no. With exactly. us, Hadlin, it's because Aquaman, who's like, well, I'm not. So there, Mera's gonna be coronated, as we see, because you know she went out from from you know we saw in Aquaman and Mera, and but Arthur doesn't want to distract from that, so he's like, I'm just gonna kind of stay down here, and then Volko makes the comment, he's like, yeah, a lot of people are starting to come down from the Ninth Tribe because it's it, it's risen, uh, you know, and Aquaman's like, yeah, who. Who knew that so many people wanted to be around us, Hadlin scum? 
That's one yeah. of the things I picked up on as I was skimming it. And Akuman um, doesn't want to be involved in the ceremony. Which, by the way, I actually think the art looks the best at the ceremony. Like, Mira in her big yeah. fancy dress and uh, the, the, yeah. the, the, the widow hood are there. I, I don't really have a problem with the art, though. I, I don't think oh, it's, no. it's really stand out good, but it's solid. I, I, I yeah, think that's my point. Is, is I think that page is per- those two pages are particularly solid. Uh, do you know one of my real problems with this book, in concept more, more than anything, is... Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate as a crossover, it doesn't just feel like a Suicide Squad issue, right? It does feel relatively even between them. Yeah, it does. It feels like equal yeah. an Aquaman issue, yeah. My problem is the coronation really should be happening in Aquaman. Um, that feels like a kick in the teeth <laughs> to anyone who, you know... Yeah, but with, with Abnett... It's, like, it's, like, it's kind of like what CW did with, with the crossovers this last time. Where it didn't feel like each one was an issue or an issue, an episode. No, yeah, no. yeah. Which it I just prefer one for, for the TV shows. Yeah. That's better. So, no, I agree. But I, but I kind of do agree with Connor that all of the stuff happened. So let's just say you're like, well, I'm not going to read Suicide Squad, but I'll read the Aquaman and make up the difference in my head. Yeah. You're missing the coronation, which is and, a, a and also huge as much as you know the art for the coronation is pretty good. I feel like not having it in Aquaman style that we've established is it takes something away from it a little bit that's fair that's a fair point um dolphin still looks good uh, her, her whole ragamuffin sure like... yeah dolphin always looks good <laughs> that's yeah got, 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 got a dolphin fetish going on here apparently between between you two um so the big twist there is, is dead trust i'm going to make sure i know what this magic bomb is before we set it off because i'm not putting kids in danger you know amanda warrell lies all the time and it turns out she especially lied here because it's not a magic bomb at all it's just a nuke <laughs> yeah, she's gonna take out Atlantis. It's just a classic goddamn Waller. Nuke. Yeah, classic Waller. <laughs> classic Waller. <laughs> uh, I like how we can lady. say that like unironically though. Like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuke. So, yeah that's classic. I do Waller. love. I do love having her as this. <sighs> she should not have a job in the government by now, no. but she just by the skin of her teeth. She just hangs on because she, she's the one. That's she she is the one. She is the one thing in in the DC universe that makes me think it may be Trump that's the president. Is that she still has yeah. a job? In fact, I'm yeah. surprised he's not sending her down to the border just to sort of have her stand stand there. Yeah. No, that's, she she is there the though. That yeah, they, they let her get away with it because they need someone as a scapegoat, right? If oh, if yeah. shit goes bad and you know anything gets caught out, oh, it's Waller's fault. It's all her. She went off book. <laughs> That's that's what makes me really want like so I would love Rucka to come back and do Wonder Woman again, but him redoing Checkmate and Checkmate's a check mm. on Waller, but she doesn't know about it. Mm, like that'd be cool. so they it's their job to go undo all the things that she thinks she's doing. So you know like I think that would be a whole lot of fun. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, one one yeah. of the officials is the guy from like, the early Aquaman stuff, which was kind of cool. It's a nice yeah. throwback, and I'm pretty sure the. Because uh, there's definitely, you know, ambassadors and stuff at the coronation. Uh, yeah. At one point, there's like a, a woman uh, who I think is the a navy officer from yep. from the earlier the run as well. So that was a nice little touch. It was nice. It was nice to because given that this crossover is essentially the end of Abner's Aquaman run, it's nice that there's some some pullbacks that feel natural to the other yeah. stuff. I think we got a little bit more after this, right? Yeah, but not, not with Abner. No, like, there's gonna be some fill-ins before Kelly Sue, right? Oh, I thought we had one Abner arc still. Not really? an arc. You may, you may have an issue or two, but an issue. But yeah. we don't have a date for the Kelly Sue stuff yet. So no. I thought we had like a short thing. I, but this. I think it's gonna be like Wonder Woman, where we're gonna have a bunch of fill-ins. Hopefully, no Jason. Kind of came across what issue does it, as I was. What, what does the October solicit have? Does I'm, it... I'm checking. That's the last thing we've got solicited. Uh, that was uh, that's Abnet. Yeah, so we have a little bit of Abnet afterwards. Yeah. 
Um, it, it says um, the road to Drowned Earth starts here because that's doing the crossover with uh, Justice League, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So it's, so it's this crossover and it's Justice League crossover. Yeah, and then because Drowned Earth, the Justice League story, sets up Kelly Sue's run. Yes, yeah, so there's not much. Like It's definitely these crossovers at the end of his run. So yeah. given that they're kind of functioning in both at the end of a run and the setup for the next thing, it's nice that some of the elements from the early of the run or kind of just you know being sprinkled in here because yeah even even that uh the general that we see you know who wants to take out atlantis and mm. is all hostile he was the one from when aquaman was you know captured like yeah way back which, well, which was one of the weaker parts of the run but like it's still nice that it's just calling back to it it makes it feel yeah all connected um yeah because so. he was the guy with the uh, aquamarines right yes yes and he was on the start of that yeah so no uh yeah so yeah, it was a little bit mixed because of the Suicide Squad stuff, but as an issue of Aquaman, as part of the Aquaman story, I, I liked all the stuff with those characters. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I like the ending, I like, I like Deadshot kind of questioning the order because he doesn't kill kids. Uh, I like that well enough to... Yeah. Um, also, I, I know I'd, I'd seen some people questioning earlier in the week, because, uh, you know, in, in our circles, no one really reads Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> going, oh, what, what was going on with Katana following some of the other stuff earlier? And, yeah. you know, is she still been on Suicide mm. Squad? This uh, it sounds like she has been because they mentioned yeah. that she's been around recently. Yeah, but not now. Um, but not right now. No. for whatever reason. And obviously, she was always a check, right? She was always yeah. there to, in case somebody their yeah, soul cause, taken. Yeah, because yeah, Katana's not yeah. a villain. She was kind of there as the one who who was there to keep an eye on them. She she because yeah. it mentions that Waller did something really bad to Rick Flag. No idea what. Not been reading, uh, but. Uh, it sounds like Katana might have been more like doing what he was doing afterwards with the, the team. Uh, yeah, but, but she has been around recently because they, they yeah. do mention her. They're just not right now. Well, she's moving on to better things over with um, Batman and the Outsiders. So. The Outsiders, yeah. Yep. That's cool. Thank you very much. All right. So let's rate it then. Uh, Matt, what are you giving it? That was 6.5. Again, I skimmed it though. So it might have been better. might have been worse. But <laughs> Connor, what are you giving it? Knows? I'll give it a seven. I think it's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, no, I think I can, I can, I can agree with a seven. I think it, I think it's a bad issue by any means. Um, uh, although it would, it'd be a seven point five if it was sitting there, just for the record. Uh, yeah. So, so Pete, yeah. Pete learned that when you skin the second time, make sure to check for an A, not an I. <laughs> well, this is the thing, though. I saw Satan Anus because I thought that's what the joke was, and then every time I saw it after that, I just read Satan Anus. That's what I saw. Right, because his name is Satanus. You would yes. think. Yes. You you would. Yeah. yeah. There was a natural progression to my logic, but yeah, I get yeah. you. That'll take us on to our final book of the week. This is Sideways Issue Seven. Dan Didio writing. Kenneth Rockefort's back on art. Um, Matt, did you read this issue? I did read this issue. Yeah, and you... I'm back in. I I enjoyed this more than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny i was streaming i was streaming god of war last night which by the way still it, that that game is becoming more of a mac game the more i play of it i i, I finished guys, it uh, yeah. yeah i finished it in the week matt would love the hell out of it yeah you guys but i'm gonna say this now like the fifth or sixth people to tell me i need to buy a playstation 4 just to play this i, I think even though i know least. the keys you should watch yeah. the run through like even pete's maybe even if, yeah, if you can tolerate him that much um but well, i think i'm gonna on on get matt on a stream and play some uncharted or something and just have him react to the the the, the, the life that he's missing but it's just it's it's getting yeah. so so 
um thing. But anyway, the, the point I was getting at is I was streaming last night, and one of our regular viewers was saying, "Oh, do you think Matt will be like you know more on board with Sideways this week because he was quite down the last issue?" And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know why he was down the last one. I don't know if he's going to be okay with this one. Who knows? Uh, so I'm just I'm I'm just I'm laughing because immediately you're like yeah I'm back in baby I'm back in well, sideways has got me. We all know we all know that I love a couple things in comics. Um, Jason Todd. And one of them is, is continuity. And Wonder Woman. Game of Thrones seven. No, not that. No. How many more Jason? Definitely not think of. <laughs> No Jason Todd. No Jason. Uh, the mascara, whatever the hell his last name was. Um, but no. <laughs> Continuity and reintroducing the Seven Soldiers of Victory in a concept like Sideways, I feel now Sideways isn't going anywhere. Granted, the Seven Soldiers are this mystical, have they existed, will they always exist kind of characters, but the fact that there's an opening and we get to see them in Sideways tells me he's kind of a character that's going to be around for the long run. Yeah, yeah like, they basically come by the end and they're like, hey, we need your help. Because he's like, oh, well, the Seven Soldiers, and like, there's only six of you. For very yeah. observational of you, we need to find our seventh member. Let's come and yeah. help us with that. Dark multiverse, all this stuff's happening. Uh, but and, this, of course, happens, yeah. you know, whilst he's mourning his mother's death, because that's what happened mm-hmm. at the end of the last issue. And him and his dad aren't uh, don't have a great relationship. He's been very oh. confrontational. He goes to the, he, you know, because he he sideways into the morgue. He rifts into the morgue, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, because I think what hit me the most because last issue he kept like ignoring his mum's phone calls. And this, yep. in this issue, he, he brings up his phone and there's 12 missed calls from his mum that's still sitting there on his phone. He, yeah, he still keeps going back and looking at him. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's like, oh man, this is kind of hurting. And he's being, you know, he goes and sits, speaks to his mother's body and then he goes to school and he gets so upset when this bully, like, you know, says something bad about his mum. And he's being, mm-hmm. he's being kind of mad, mad at Ernie and not listening to her. But he gets so mad at this bully that he, he he just not only does he punch him with his strength that sends him flying, which makes everyone like, wait, how strong is he? He opens a rift yeah. when when they say something like you have to cool down, yeah, stay hydrated. He's like, oh, be hydrated. That's a good idea. He opens a rift to a waterfall and lets the water pour into the school. And Ernie's yeah. like, what have you just done? You've just like thrown away all your secrets. He's like, well, secrets we got my mum right. dead, so you know maybe maybe right. I shouldn't have a secret. So one of the things that the seven soldiers say is that if you help us. We'll erase the last hour from the memories of everyone around you, so that we can put your yeah. your identity back in place. Um, yep. But I kind of like I, I liked him lashing out like this. It, it felt very real to me because they're, mm-hmm. they're doing essentially the the build up to the Uncle Ben death, right? That's essentially what this is yep. from. Is his mum's Uncle Ben, and even to the fact that she adopted him, kind of like Uncle Ben did. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it makes sense that he would lash out, that he would get angry, and that he would do this. And seeing him actually go this far, and obviously they're going to reverse it most likely with the Seven Soldiers, but that's fine. I got yeah. to see him do it. I got to see how it affected him like this. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty right. cool. Yeah. Um, it really hit that. So I just don't like the way that the last issue was composed, but the emotion was there. And I like the fallout here a little bit more. Um, because like you said, he, he's just like, yeah, I, I, just, I don't care. Yeah, he's at that point where like nothing matters. He lost his mom, and he's willing to to do all this. But the fact that this this magic group comes to him, and you know, because they need him and his rifting powers, which I don't know that much about the Seven Soldiers. I just know that they've been around for a long time in different iterations. Um, so. You know, he, it looks like he's replacing the Guardian. So I, I'm wondering, 
how he fits in with the rest of them. But, I mean, more Zatanna I'm never mad about, and Frankenstein for that matter. So Connor's so, back. Tanner and Frankenstein are in this? Yeah, Connor's yeah, coming the, sideways oh, now. So this, is, so this is based <laughs> off of the, the, the Morrison Seven Soldiers, which, funnily enough, they never teamed up to the last issue. So there were seven... There's seven... Because um, it's Morrison. Seven miniseries of seven issues each. Yeah, I've never read it. Last... I keep looking at the Omni yeah. and going, oh, maybe. The Omni comes out next week. So yeah. this might be the time. Yeah, I keep seeing but... it. It keeps getting recommended on Amazon. I'm like, oh, maybe. Yeah. So, so you have Clarion the Witch Boy, right? Which, of course, you have Zatanna, you have Shining Knight, you have Frankenstein, you have the Shiloh Norman version of Mr. Miracle. So I think that's important. Uh, you have the Bulleteer, and now you have Sideways. So, um, yeah, I, I always like, because the Seven Soldiers also, they're that team that exists, but they don't, because if they're doing their job, then they stop whatever is bringing them together. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's you add this and then the 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 uh, not the chrononaut the fujinaut stuff and you know, him dealing with grief. It's I'm back in. <laughs> Matt is so unpredictable when it comes to this book. Um, I didn't like it as much as last issue, but I still thought it was really good. I liked him dealing with the the death of his mother, um, and I liked that this adventure is almost like taking him out of his life for a little bit to go and deal with it and get yeah. his his pent up rage. In this, he can focus into this mission, which is so separate from his life. So I think when he comes back from this mission, whether it's like two issues, three issues, whatever, uh, he'll come back with a new lease in life and kind of, you know, maybe t- you know, talk to Ernie a little bit differently. Maybe try and connect with his dad or something. Yeah. Um, but maybe have like an actual reason to be a hero because you know he's been kind of trying up until yeah. this point. But it's kind of like because he assumes he's supposed to because like you know there's heroes yeah. in the world. Yeah, there's that, and he's trying to make it big on YouTube also. So again. You, you nailed it with the Uncle Ben stuff because that was like Peter trying to be a wrestler mm-hmm. and then not stopping not stopping the, the criminal that ends up killing Uncle Ben. So we kind of joked that this was, was DC Spider-Man and they're just they're leaning into it. Not nearly as much as Lemire with the Terrifics, but oh, just you it's wait. there. Just you wait until the, uh, the, the red rabbit that becomes his main villain. I, I, I yeah. do think that is maybe a problem with this line in general is I, uh, most of them do seem to be trying to do something that Marvel has that they don't. You know, this is Spider-Man. You know, Damage was Hulk. Uh, yeah. You know, Terrifics is Fantastic Four. And, I, you know, I just question, like, okay, how much have you got beyond the gimmick for some of these books? Immortal Men is irrelevant. <laughs> and cancelled. Yes. Yeah. First to go. New challenges. Ugh. No, no, that, that new challenge is the first to go. That got demoted to a mini before it even started. Yeah. Okay, sure. It depends how you how you, how you want to phrase it. I, I, I feel like at least them saying that's a mini in advance feels a little bit more... I don't know. They knew. A bit more dignified than just cancelling the other book as it's running. Yeah. Um, and then you have the one that Connor has to read on Connor's Corner is their ghostwriter. Brimstone. That's right, that's right. yes. That better be cancelled soon. That's a good point, actually. You usually do that on week three. You're not here next week. You're going to have to do that on week four. No, but we've got week four and five that are both relatively quiet. Oh, that's right. we got five weeks this month. Okay, you're fine. you got week five. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Okay. But yeah, so what are you rating sideways? Um, solid eight for me. I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Rockford Art really kicked it up, so I agree with that eight. Yeah. Was he back on it? Yeah, he's back on this. Yeah. I guess it was just one uh, fill-in. That, yeah. that, I think, is notable, given that this, like, you know, most of them have changed artists and, and whatever, mm-hmm. but Rafa stuck around on this one. 
Yeah. I feel like Rockford has a lot of input with DDO. You know, so I, I feel like he gives the story points he would like to see, and then DDO fashions yeah. a, and, and, a story. And Rockford's been very good at deadlines in the past, anyway, yeah. at keeping a monthly schedule. And to so. be fair, the, the fill-in we got was uh, DJ Dominico, so it's not even like we yeah. dived into... It's a good fill-in. Yeah. yeah. It's a very <laughs> good fill-in. So, you know, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, but that is, that is sideways, which does bring us to the final section of the show, which is picking our favourite stuff of the week, which is, you know, best panel slash moment, best cover, best art, top five books. And we got a play of books to pick from this week. So this should be an interesting enough list. So starting with best panel slash moment. Connor. Yeah, I'm not ready on that one. Come back to me. Matt. Mine's uh, uh, from Supergirl, and it's Kara in uh, Crypto in the spaceship and he's sitting in the front seat like a good boy and his tail's wagging and he's just ready for an adventure that made me smile so much yeah yeah no i can't argue with that i'm going to go with detective um i have to go uh i mean i really like cast when she first shows up with her hood like at the, at the i'm at help at the, at the, the fight scene but i think yeah i'm going with i'm help her her yeah. revealing her face to make them feel more comfortable with her um was was just touching it, it got to me so yeah uh so, so somehow she's somehow Cass is like like one of my favorite characters, but somehow still probably my 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 third favorite Batgirl, which just shows you the high quality of Batgirls that we have been we have been blessed with. Yeah, in I, I comics. The fact that she wasn't Batgirl right right now in Rebirth. Yes. You know, I feel it needs to be rectified. I feel like they needed just. Her and her and Babs have to switch for whatever reason. You're, you're waiting on yeah. the Batgirls series, aren't you? Batgirls, we'll see them. Three of them. Yep. I want to. Yeah. Well, and then and Steph hasn't been Batgirl either. She's only been spoiler, so we need to we need to get that in there. Yeah. Get, yeah. get, get those bats on their on their outfits, get them in the ears, oh. and set them off in their ways. Mm-hmm. Needs to happen. Um, Connor, not picked yet. No, I think I'm actually going to go from from Catwoman. I think that panel uh, with the the face with the red behind it, and then the sequence of fight panels below it. I think that's a really nice uh, flow of image. All right, uh, best cover of the week then. Oh, I'm not prepared for this, uh, Connor. Oh, uh, it's it's going to be the the Hawkman variant, the Sejic one. I figured. I figured. You'd I, I mean, there are some good ones. I really like the detective uh, variant. Um, you know, with the the Batmobile. That's good. Yeah, I don't know that one. It uh, looks like a diagram. It's interesting. Yeah, it's the the blueprint style thing. Well, I really like that. I've got a funny feeling. I don't know if he's going to pick it, but Matt will be tempted by the Supergirl variant with crypto. Oh no, it, it is. Okay. I made sure. <laughs> uh, there, there wasn't oh, one. God damn left. it! Is that the Amanda Connor one? Yes, it is. I forgot that was and there. My, my my shop made sure I got one. Uh, so, yeah, crypto is a good boy. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a very good cover. I'll give I'm, you that one. I'm tempted to go with the Flash variant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Very Golden. pretty, very very pretty. Uh, I, I, I tend to get the streaks right on the Flash, where you can see the streak of the red and the lightning yeah. uh, going back the way. I really it's, like uh, that. It's it's not Middleton for Flash on this one. It's Delato, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, really? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's Delato. It's really pretty though. Um, I'm I'm digging it, uh, and I'm just checking. Obviously, the Supergirl variant's very good. Um, I'm just checking the others just to make sure there's nothing that. Yeah, uh, I, d- I do actually really like the uh, the Hal Jordan variant with uh, the lineup of lanterns. Uh, that's quite a nice image. Also, it's worth mentioning there's an Alex Ross cover for Plastic Man this week, which oh, 
Normal. Nice. Yeah, that was that was the first image they released for the for the book, right? Was this cover? Not the first one, no. They're not. Had, the first had one Wonder Woman see. been talked about this week? That might have been my pick. Because that, that one that's of the ones from the beach? Me. Yeah. Yep. So it's like a travel poster. Um. I'll go with the Flash variant. Let's just make everything different. L- lots of good covers this week, yeah, though. Lots of good covers. Uh, so, best art of the week, then. Matt. I, I'm gonna, it's got to be a clean sweep. It's got to go to Supergirl. McGuire. Man, I really love that book. I might need to adjust the score. <laughs> Didn't you give it a 9? You give it a 9, Matt. Yeah, I know. I'm, I might need to be a 9.5. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I... I like Titans art a lot, actually. I thought Flash was yep. solid. Superman was really good. Obviously, Jell Jones is great. I, I think I have to go with Supergirl as well, though. I think I have to go with Maguire. Oh, and Plastic yeah. Man was very good. I think I really want to point that out as well. Um, I, I think I gave it to Plastic Man last month, actually, on this week. Now I'm thinking about I think it. You did. But I'm going to go with Supergirl. I think Supergirl edges out just a little bit. Really good. Connor? That's fair. I think last month I gave it to Hawkman. And I'd be tempted, but there's just one or two mini panels where the... the uh, the, the body position's not quite there that t- detract from it. So I think I'm actually going to go with Catwoman because, you know, Joan's back on form and uh, uh-huh. some some great flow to the art. All right. Well, I'm going to swing back to you for your top five books of the week. Yeah, okay. So I think number one's going to be Hawkman. I had a blast with that book. Um, Two's probably Plastic Man. Three, Flash, four, Hal Jordan, five, Detective. Cool, Matt. So number one, Supergirl. No, no, no shadow of a doubt. Number two is uh, Flash. Three is Hawkman. Four is Superman, and five is Sideways. I'm only kidding around. <laughs> Damn, he's really back on board for Sideways. Jeez. Um, okay, my number one is also Supergirl. My number two is probably Flash as well. I didn't read Hawkman though, Matt, so don't worry, it's changing now. Uh, yeah, so, I gotcha. Supergirl, then Flash, and then I'm thinking... It's actually really tough. To, I've, got a, I've got a lot that are in a very similar, really good place. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Supergirl, Flash, and then I think I'm going to go with Detective at number three. And then... Superman number four. And, oh, so like a stuff. I went with Titans. Titans at number five. Hmm. Titans. There you go. That's my. Oh no, Plastic Man was really good. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, no, I'll go with Titans. T- Titans was, was, was uh, I think more notable just because it was like, oh, it's it's, it's a little step up for the book. So I'll, I'll give it to Titans. For number five, but uh, yeah, so that's my top five. Uh, so there you go. That, that actually brings it then to episode one hundred and sixteen of Comics from the Multiverse. Uh, this is the point of the show, which we will try and sell you and plug you on going to our Patreon at patreon.com/slash/mailfuzz.tv. Mm-hmm. And and I, I was supposed to tell you what's coming out next week as well. I'll do that after. It's coming. Uh, but yeah, so patreon.com/slash/mailfuzz.tv. You can go over there and you can support the show, support the channel, and everything we do. If you give us one dollar a month, that is a great help, great support. If you can't do that, don't feel too bad. You can obviously watch the ads on YouTube. You can like, you can subscribe. Get us on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast. But if you do want to support us on Patreon, you get some bonuses at the five dollar tier. You do get the monthly bonus episode, the uh, comics from the Universe monthly, which me and Connor do. Uh, we did JLA the Nail. Uh, 
like a week ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe two, just over. It was before the last episode, I think. Was it? Okay. But it was just as up recently. Uh, which I think now we're at like 12 episodes of that that are up there now. If you if you, if you pay your $5, you get access to the 12 episodes now. Uh, we've done yeah. it for a year. So, like that. Man, we've done that many. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and this month's and episode... if you go right now, yeah. you get to vote. That's what I was going to say, yeah. This month's uh, the voting episode. Whenever there's a week five, we do a vote for the uh, the monthly book. Mm-hmm. Uh, which obviously is always a collection or a hardcover or whatever. You know, it's always a, 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 a graphic novel, if, if, as the bookstores would would incorrectly call it. Um, but, I mean, sometimes it's a graphic right, novel. Occasionally correctly. Yeah. We have done some graphic novels yes. as well. But more often than not, I feel like it's... it's there's a lot more collections than there are graphic novels, I think. There are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you get that over at Patreon. Uh, other, other than that, of course, you know, uh, as I said, DC Comics Podcast on Twitter and get our individual Twitters. I'm at Wibble89, Matt's at Matt of Steel 57 Connor's at mm-hmm. Connor Ryan 94 uh, So that's that's all that. Um, but yeah, so what's coming next week, actually? That is something that I should tell you. Uh, we've got a whole, a whole five books yeah, something the, like that there's six total books for the show next week uh, it'll be me and Matt on the show next week Connor's missing the episode but uh, we've got Justice League number 6 Batman 53 Green Lanterns 53 Aquaman 39 Batgirl 25 which is a nice big anniversary issue which is nice and then yeah. the final issue of Batwoman is next week as well that's issue 18 uh, mm-hmm. so that is what's coming next week also out is Damage number 8 Harley Quinn 48 and New Challengers number 4 assuming that uh, those dates all yeah. held are you guys still covering the Sandman universe next uh, week? Yeah, may as well. <laughs> uh, I also want to point out the new Bendis uh, creator on Pearl is out next week as well. Oh, the art in that does look really nice. Yes, it does, and it's about the Yakuza, so I might be... No, I can't get it physically, though. Yeah, no. It's only six Matt. issues, Matt. I, yeah, I know. I feel like I have the devil angel on my shoulder right now. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's Bendis and Gatos who created uh, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. So it's sure to be yeah. a I, lot of fun. I, I just want to, because I'm not here next week, I'm telling you now, Aquaman has the best cover, the variant. <laughs> we shall decide that next week. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now. No, that, that, that's it. That doesn't count. You know, on that it's episode. hard to argue with that. Matt, don't encourage him. Uh, so yeah so you can join us next week for those books um, and like we say we will go back and check out Sandman Universe number one I think um, although interestingly Connor's the one who's read Sandman uh, <laughs> won't be here to talk about it so you'll be getting like a, a an outsider's perspective on that book does it does it, does it, could, it, be, it could be interesting yeah does it work for, for people who have not really read Sandman we'll find out we'll find out but like I say we want questions so by all means go to at DC Comics Podcast yep. Uh, and go on the comments for the YouTube video and uh, send us your questions for, for next week's episode and we'll pick a bunch of them to talk about next mm-hmm. week uh, to, to beef up the choir show and week 4 is a little bit busier and then back to week 5 we'll also need some questions then uh, but yeah, that's, that's what's coming up on the show next week so thank you very much once again uh, keep reading DC Comics and all that we appreciate your loads we, you know, whether you're listening, whether you're watching uh, however you consume the show um, and remember we're on Spotify now if that's convenient for you but uh, thank you very much once again we'll see you next time, keep reading comics and always remember to never get lost and the speed force. Crypto is such a good boy.